Hey everyone, this is Victor from Cyborg for Life, and I want to welcome you to episode 74 of Lemonly Live, where the patients get to interview the guests. And today we are doing it again, a really requested roundtable of cosmetic Lemonly patients. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and introduce everybody here. So from the top left is me. <laughs> we have then in the middle, we have JP. We have Brett. Then in the bottom left, we have IHJ. Hi, everyone. And then finally, Bob, the circus boy hunt. And we have a few other people uh, here also. We have uh, the real deal, Real. What's up, Real? Hey, how's it going, guys? <laughs> He's back. So um, we had a few other people that I invited, but they just couldn't make it because uh, of last minute arrangements and whatnot. Um, I apologize for being late. I was in an appointment and it was running a little bit late, but we are here now and we're going to do this stature lengthening roundtable. So let's go ahead and get this party started and just make sure nobody else is in the. Uh, backstage part. All right, guys, I wanted to bring everybody on today to talk about uh, stature lengthening. And, you know, each of you guys, you guys came on the show before individually. Um, I think we've had a few people come on in groups in the past. But today we're going to do it big. We're going to have all you guys kind of share your experiences on different topics about stature lengthening um, for people who are watching prospective patients and whatnot. So I want to start with JP, the superstar who is now a movie star, should I say, because if you don't know, there was a Canadian documentary that just dropped on stature lengthening. Um, JP, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, well, the uh, W5, uh, it's a show on CTV. They dropped a story on limb lengthening. So uh, uh, they came here. They filmed me doing a couple of things. They also went to see Victor. Uh, and we, uh, so they basically, we, 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 we basically talked about limb lengthening. They went to see Dr. G as well. And uh, it's it's a nice story. You should watch it. It's twenty minutes long. It's mm -hmm. quick. It's it's gonna give you a maybe a nice, a better idea of what it is and you know what to expect. Absolutely, I think it was How well we, done. How do we find it? Yeah, I actually put it into the chat right now in the YouTube chat. So uh, there it is, right there. Let me just press send. It should be going over. Um, yeah, I think it was well done. I think that you know the. The, the approach that they took, the perspective that they, you know, you know, focused on was really good. It was very professionally done. Um, so I put it in the chat there, the Canadian documentary. It was from C, uh, CTV W5, and it was well done. So check that out. All right. So I want to go around and kind of talk about each of you guys' experience because we have a lot of new prospective patients who are watching the channel. I've gotten a lot of messages in the last couple of days. In fact, I guess the documentary has, you know, unleashed the, the rabbit hole. So here we go. So JP... Can you tell everybody when your surgery was and which bone segments you did you lengthened? Okay, so my surgery was August 1st, and I lengthened the femurs okay. uh, with Dr. Mary Galovich in Montreal. Awesome. Brett, we're going to go to you, man. So when was your surgery? Which bones did you lengthen? Okay, I, I did two surgeries. First was for my uh, tibia, second for my femurs. My tibia surgery was September 29th, and my femur surgery was October 20th. Yeah, so if you guys don't know, Brett is actually a quadrilateral patient. He did both segments. Uh, IHJ, what, when was your surgery and what bones did you lengthen? My surgery date was on May 2022, and I did femur lengthening. Femur lengthening. Uh, height journey, the original height journey. <laughs> yes. Um, my, I did a, I'm also a quadrilateral patient, but I did mine a year apart. So in 2021, I lengthened my femurs. And then in um, 
the last, uh, to, uh, that was July 14th, 2022, I, I did my tibia lengthening. That's crazy. They were both with the yeah. precise two nails. And I, I finished lengthening in mid-September and uh, I'm pretty much back to normal now. Gotcha. Uh, now we have a return favorite to the show. He's been long awaited. He's been participating in the last couple of months here in the uh, the chat. We have Bob the Circus Boy Hunt. Welcome back. Hey. Oh man, it's been a long time. I think you, you came on literally like a year ago. It's been a yeah. whole year since I talked to you. Great to yeah, I remember you. seeing you on the show bef okay. before getting my surgery and I, I listened to it. I, I remember <laughs> cool. you because I remember watching everything you said and that maybe it helped me, you know, make things clearer before surgery. All right. That's good to hear. Well, I got mine done. Uh, the initial one was uh, December 2021. And then a year later, two months ago, I and this is for moral. Um, I got so I got two inches off of that. And then a year later, I did it again on the, my femurs where I got a, the last inch. So I got the full three inches off my femurs. Wow. And that, that was off of Dr. D in Las Vegas. That's crazy. You did not tell me about this. <laughs> I know. This is the first time. Well, he said that if you wait over a year, you you can't go for you can't go back in. And yeah. I'm like, and and it, the price was drastically reduced. It was only ten thousand. Mm. I know that's still a lot of money, but uh, uh, I was then I'm going. Well, I don't have to do the uh, hundred thousand dollar one <laughs> on the uh, you know tibs and fibs. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know if you call that a quadra lengthening or not, but I got four, you know, that's crazy, dumps. man. You did, you yeah. did it. You went back and got your full, uh, full three inches of full height. Three that's inches incredible. And I was wondering, cause I looked at the picture you sent and I was like, you look taller than you should be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the six yeah. centimeters. So you yeah. played the game. I love it, man. Okay, great. And then we have the real deal real from Canada. What's up, man. Hey guys, how are you doing? <laughs> so Rial was here a few weeks ago. Um, we know him as the brute from up north. He is here because he um, wants to. Uh, Real, you want to tell us which when your surgery was and which uh, limbs you got lengthened? So that was uh, January sixteenth. I ended up getting my femurs done, and uh, yeah, both both femurs. And I'll probably end up going back in a year from now and get uh, another. Uh, tibias and femurs again if i can because i just i just heard it again here and you got another inch out of his femur so <laughs> I, I was like you know what i'm gonna go hit I, I i always say i just i lived 50 years of my life under the average height i'm gonna live the next 50 above the average height <laughs> I'll, right. be, I'll be with gp up there on that same sign <laughs> right 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 that's gonna be crazy yeah all right guys so i want to talk about i mean this is stature lengthening everybody knows that they're here to hear about height like starting height you know, where you're, where, what your height is now. So I want to start with you, Rial. So what was your starting height? And you're currently lengthening now. What is your height at right now? Uh, I'm at, uh, I'd have to, to look again there, but I, I started like, I was like five, four and five, eight, five, five. Like uh, I was just, I was under five, five. And uh, right now I'm uh, five, like, uh, let me see here. Over, just a little bit over five, six. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's just a gotcha. little bit over five six right now. Awesome, um, Bob. So this is—I yeah. I don't even know what your height is now because I know that you lengthened. You were about five six, I think, starting. Yeah, I was between five six, five seven, okay. and then uh, since I got the you know the three inches, so I'm three inches on top of that, and so I'm 
you know, I'm between 5'10 and 5'11. Wow. And, uh, but man, I tell you, Victor, I, I can't get it out of my head. I still feel like a little guy. Really? Yeah. My brain goes, well, I'm 59 years old. And so I'm like, <laughs> for, you know, I, I got the first one down when I was 58. I got 58 millimeters out of that. And so, yeah. but, you know, my brain is going, no, 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 you're not. You're not 5, 10, or 11. No, you're not. It doesn't believe you yet. It's, it hasn't sunken in fully. That's crazy, right. man. I can't believe it. So you're 5, 10, 5, you're, you're taller than me. You're as tall as HJ here. Wow. HJ, what was your starting height before your first surgery, after your first surgery, and then after, you know, your second surgery? Okay, so um, my starting height was a little under 5'7". I sometimes say 5'6 and a half or 5'7". You know, I usually pass as 5'7". Because I wake up in the morning, I was like 5'7". Then for the day, I kind of shrink to like five six and a half but i, I think maybe like five six and three quarters of an inch then after i looked in my femurs for seven centimeters mm -hmm. that brought me to five nine and a half then uh then i did the tibias several months ago last july because it was also for a tibial torsion correction <laughs> and so i got a kind of a partial discount there because i'm partial partially covered under health insurance. So I, I went like another inch and a half. So, or it was 3.7 centimeters and I got, now I'm 5'11". 5'11". That's crazy, man. You guys are all the height that I want to be is 5'11". So Bob, the circus boy yeah. and, um, and, and HJ. All right. Um, okay. Uh, next up IHJ. So IHJ, where did you start before your lengthening journey and what height are you at right now? Sure. Before that, I would uh, request you to refer me, refer height journey or side journey because yeah. I was about to answer him. Yeah. <laughs> so, you stole his name. You stole his. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I was five feet, five point five inches before the surgery, and then after the surgery, with uh, three point around three point two inches or three point one five inches. So I'm now around five feet, eight point seven inches, which is close to nine inches. That's great. Not nine centimeters, right? Or is that what you mean? I mean, five feet, nine inches. Close oh, to five, five feet, nine inches. Oh, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Sorry. So five foot, nine inches. So That's now I'm five, 5.8. Sorry, 8.7 inches. After okay. Yep. That's really cool, man. So you're pretty much my height right now, but you started way below that. Now, um, right. now we have Brett up here who did quadrilateral lengthening. So Brett, I know we had you on a few weeks ago, but we're just doing like a refresher. So what was your starting height before surgery number one? Um, and then what height are you at right now? Yeah, so I was 5'7", just barely when I uh, started, and apparently it makes a difference. Uh, I just recently got to where I'm standing actually really straight and got to measure my height, but I measured myself at almost 5'11", which is way more than the 8 centimeters I would have gotten. So um, I figured out I did it on carpet, so I then went on hardwood and <laughs> measured uh, and it did bring me down to about five ten and three quarters, which is still more awesome. than what I was supposed to get. Yeah. Um, so that's about where I am right now. Okay, so five ten and three quarters. I mean, you're pretty much five eleven with shoes or above yeah. that. That's incredible. All right, and now we're gonna go to uh, JP, the superstar. Um, so I kind of know. Spoiler alert: It was in the documentary. <laughs> but um, what was your starting height, JP? And then, like, what's your height right now for everybody watching? So it was five nine. And now I'm six feet tall. Uh, the um, the thing is, 
I, I was maybe a bit shorter than 5'9", because when they measured me the day before surgery, I was 174 centimeters. Mm-hmm. So that's a little less than 5'9". And at the end of the surgery, when we when we measured me, uh, it's like 183. So, <laughs> so it's like we did almost 9 centimeters, a bit more okay. with the gap and everything. So like maybe 8.5, 8.4. Okay, 8.5, 8.4. Okay, very cool, man. That's incredible. All right, so guys, I want to talk a little bit about the, the surgery process itself, like um, your thoughts going leading into the surgery um, during the lengthening process and then uh, after you were finished. But I know that some of you are lengthening right now, Real, so he'll kind of have to like kind of sit back and listen because a lot of you guys are already done lengthening. So um, so JP, why, why don't we start with you? So before you actually got your legs broken, what was going through your head? Did you have any fears going through your mind? Or were you just kind of pretty confident that this was going to be a straightforward process? Well, I, I didn't think it was going to be a straightforward process. I knew it was going to be a, like a hard thing. But at the same time, like I didn't I wasn't scared because it was it was more annoying to have this thought in my head of wanting it and not getting it. Mm-hmm. That was annoying. And I, I just wanted to get this thought out of my head, you know, so I wasn't scared when doing it. The, the day I went there I was very relieved, you know, very happy. Very, very relieved. It was finally that day. Oh, you were very relieved. Yeah, gotcha. I'm sorry. I have my uh, other tab open. I'm trying to download all you guys' content so I can share it in a second. So I'm kind of multitasking, but uh, gotcha. All right, Brett, what about you, man? Before the surgery, before the surgeon starts to you know chisel away at your legs, um, <laughs> are you nervous or are you just excited? What, tell me about that. Yeah, uh, I was definitely very nervous, but... I did research as well, kind of like JP. Uh, I knew I was getting into something that's going to be tough and difficult, but I really wanted to do it. So uh, I, I was nervous and excited at the same time. Um, you know, I've never had any major surgeries. I've never had anything broken. So um, I, I was like, this is all going to be very new. But um, I, I was excited to do it and ready to do it. And I had kind of all the information in my head of, how hard this is going to be to go through. And I'm like, I'm prepared for this. I want to do it. And uh, I was ready to pull the trigger. So it was all That's in. Incredible. I love it. I love you guys' attitudes. You like, there's always going to be those nerves there, but you guys are like, hey, look, I have a goal that I want to achieve, and you're not going to let that, this stop you, the surgery. So, IHJ, man, um, I know that we had during our connection last time, it was a little spotty because of my uh, piss poor connection here, but today it's it's solid. So, tell us a little bit about your nerves going into the surgery, or were you excited and just like, hey, man, break my legs, let's go? <laughs> yeah, when I initially did my research, uh, I was a little skeptical about two things. Uh, I was very persistent on doing get, getting the surgery. I was not worried about the pain because <laughs> somehow I was confident that um, because I basically uh, can't tolerate much pain. So that gave me confidence that I can pass through this. But only thing skeptical about two things was one is, um, uh, I mean, I was worried about this surgery because it's totally new and we don't have a lot of patients in the history. So I was totally worried like how I would be after surgery. So will I go disabled or will, I get, will something get wrong? So all that worried me. And second thing is, um, uh, it's a long-term surgery, right? We need to be committed for long-term, probably more than six months or even eight months. We don't know. So I was worried about the care services. So who will be giving the ML? I'm, as I'm taking alone, so out of my family, not letting anyone know about this, I was mainly worried about the care services. 
So those two things were bothering me. But finally, when I went into consultation to Paley Institute, then I gained confidence meeting the patients. Of course, I didn't meet anyone who had done the full recovery. Everyone who, who I saw there was uh, lengthening phase. They were in lengthening phase. But somehow I gained the confidence and I also got some inputs about the gas services. Then finally, I got into the surgery. Gotcha. That's awesome, man. All right. We're going to the height journey himself. Um, HJ, you're a true veteran and a big contributor to the limb lengthening community. I mean, you have a whole YouTube channel, you have a website, which we're going to talk about in a little while. Um, but uh, take us back before surgery. Number one, were you nervous to get your legs broken and to go through the statue lengthening process? Uh, yes, I did. Yes. I was pretty nervous because I was, that was back in, um, to the March of 2021, my first femur lengthening surgery. And I was supposed to use a stride nose, but they, they literally recorded a month before my surgery date. So I was like kind of a little, little limbo. So I had to either cancel it or go with a precise two. So I went with a precise two. And what was worse is I didn't even like know how to, because this stride is full weight bearing, but the precise, I didn't even, nobody really had any document documentation or advice on how to do it when you're partial weight bearing. And so I just, uh, and, but I, I, but I was thinking like, um, it's, it's going to be a once in a lifetime experience. So it's, and it's gonna, it's not something that's so only temporary. It's, it's going to last like, it's going to last a lifetime. And like what I was like going through before, like how it was, was distracting me with the high dysphoria and also, uh, either maybe perceived or even actual cases of height discrimination I, I just wanted to get it out of the way and just go through with it and yeah and here you are I, love I thought it. the game would be the in the end the life the the end result would be last a lifetime it's not like, it's right. like going to a chiropractor where you might get a little taller because they straighten out your spine and then <laughs> a day later it's all gone or something like that but it's it's permanent this is a permanent investment in yourself. That's right. And uh, nobody who can speak true to that than Bob the Circus Boy Hunt, because yes. he is one of the older patients here. Doesn't look it. I mean, this guy looks like freaking Wolverine over here, and he's, <laughs> you know, ageless. <laughs> but um, tell us a little about your, your thoughts before your lengthening process. Your All right. Well, um, a buddy of mine who's six foot three, uh, who's, who says that I'm vertically challenged, and uh, he says, uh, you know, 10 years ago, he goes, uh, they got this operation. I go, what? So for 10 years, I thought about this. And uh, when I uh, went to Doc D out in Vegas, after I woke up, and I don't know how long it took, but there was a nurse in the room, and uh, I was so ecstatic. I didn't even start distracting yet. I just knew that I was about to be taller, and I started crying. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be I'm gonna be taller. I'm not going to be a little guy. And that's how emotional I got over it, you know, because like you said, I'm the older guy. I'm, you know, I was 58, and I just couldn't believe that I'm going to be taller. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's incredible, man. I mean, it's all about having your goal in front of you, and I think that's a very exciting thing. I had a consultation earlier today with a prospective patient and he was just like, you know what? I know it's going to be painful. I know it's going to be a lot of work. I know I'm not going to walk normally for probably seven to eight months, but he said that like, I want this so bad. I know it's going to make me happy on the inside. 
And he's like, I'm ready to pull the trigger this April. It's coming up. But um, I was like, you have the right mindset, you know, to go in through something like this. So um, Real, man. I mean, <laughs> now I think this guy's one of a kind. I mean, <laughs> you ask him, if, was he scared to do it? He's like, no, let's go. Break my legs. <laughs> yeah. But Real, you can tell everybody what you were thinking about before your surgery. Yeah, before surgery, I mean, I had no time to even contemplate it. Like, it was, as soon as I found out about it, found the place, book it, and when I, I was like, they're like, January 16th, I remember them telling me it was um, the first, first time I spoke to them, they gave me two ad uh, two dates, there was January 16th and another one, and then when I, I was like, okay, well, I'll wait till the spring, so it's nicer, then I call back, like, no, 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 give me back my first dates, right? And then, and then they're like, uh, January 16th, what's on the list? I'm like, I remember having a January 16th, the first time. He's like, is it gone already? Like, did somebody, like, how many bookings you have a week? So, like, oh, so sorry. There is, it is available. I said, okay, I want that one. You know, give me that. <laughs> I, yeah, three off. And three weeks was done. Boom, boom. Like, That's crazy, boom, man. Gone, man. He, he just knocked it out like another little business transaction. This guy's super Wait. busy, had lots of businesses. And yeah, he's like, well, you know what? Check off. <laughs> Took 50 years to even find out about this. Like I didn't even know this existed. I had no idea this even existed. You know, wow. I looked at everything else in my life, but uh, never, never thought of uh, growing. You know, that like, that's not even something you think about. It's so weird. But now, yeah, uh, yeah I don't think you, you can stop me now. Be like. <laughs> I love the attitude. Okay. All right. So guys, we're going to take a few questions here at a time, and then I want to start to bring on your content um, as we dive in a little bit deeper about, um, you know, your height, thinking about your height. So um, let's talk about the lengthening um, rate, because I think this is important. A lot of patients who are getting uh, lengthening done to get taller, they're, they're distracting at different rates for the femurs or their tibias. So I want to start with you, Rial. Um, what were you lengthening your femurs for? Because you know, most patients, the femurs, they can get anywhere between that 0.75 and one millimeter per day. What was your rate? So we we started uh, the first month. It was one millimeter a day. Okay. Uh, quarter uh, quarter increments, right? Four times a day. And then uh, at my age, being 50, you know, even though if you have a bone, like the density of the bone is there and everything else, it doesn't, I guess I don't build bones as fast as a 20-year-old. So they slowed me down to uh, three quarters uh, okay. millimeter a day now for 24 hours. Gotcha. To three quarters. Gotcha. All right, JP. Yeah, they slowed me down as well. Same place. It is same doctor slowed me down as well. Maybe not not because you're not making. We don't know. Maybe uh, me she slowed me down for another reason. But it was good in the end to slow yes. down because uh, it makes consolidation faster. So yeah, it, it was my whole idea. I was like, it, slow me down now. The bone is just more dense. It's building right, and I spaced out the the segments instead. You know, being every four hours now. I, I have a lot more time during my day now. I do one at midnight, 6 a.m., then one after dinner. So the time in between the stretches is a lot more spaced out. So mm -hmm. uh, I'll be I'll be walking quicker uh, without crutches. That's it. You know, that's all that's I do. I love it. Okay. Um, so I just downloaded some more content here on the back end. I got yours, Real. I got Brett's. I got most people. So, um, Brett, let's talk a little bit about your lengthening rate because you did your tibias and your femur, so you can speak for both bone segments. Yeah, so... When I um, had my tibia surgery, they had me lengthening at, uh, I think it was 0.75. And then when I had my femur surgery, they put me at the full one millimeter. So I was actually doing 1.75, which I don't know if that was a mistake because 
after I started lengthening at that rate, within a week or two, physical therapy just got way too hard in that I couldn't straighten my knee. So that's the problem when you do both segments together, your knee doesn't want to straighten. Uh, it wants to stay bent. So my physical therapist actually, cause we could not get my knee to straighten and it was so painful for me, uh, sent to the doctor and we slowed it down. So I slowed down to 0.75 and 0.5 after a couple of weeks of that. And uh, that's what I finished up doing was 0.75 on the femur and 0.5 on the tibias. Okay, very cool. So it was all about kind of gauging how your body was tolerating the lengthening process and then backing off. So, um, okay, very cool. <clears throat> IHJ, how fast were you lengthening? Was it about that 0.75 range too? No, it was all the way for one, one millimeter per day from start to the end. As okay. you stated in our earlier interview, um, everything was going fine except for the tightness and the nerve pain that I developed from five centimeter onwards. But towards the end, it was getting more tighter. And one more complication I had, not a complication, I would say, I was about to develop a premature consolidation. So doctor advised me like either you have to stop or um, go with four millimeter. I asked like doctor if I had reached a premature consolidation. No, not actually because while lengthening I could hear the click sound. So that's because of the bone. I had a very uh, good bone regeneration during the lengthening phase. Mm -hmm. So that kind of um, uh, thing I had. So I had to do four millimeter. Sorry. Oh, yeah, four turns per day, I would say, one millimeter per day till the end. So okay. other than that, uh, complications, if you ask me, like just the general tightness that everyone has and the no pain, which developed from five, five centimeter onwards. Okay, very cool. So it was just kind of like just gauging the same thing with Brett, just kind of testing at it. You had a little nerve irritation. Um, that happens a lot. Um, HJ, hi, Journey. Um, what about you? Because you did, again, with Brett, you did quadrilateral lengthening. Was it different rates for the femur versus the tibia? Yes, it is. Because the tibias are slower to regenerate. So uh, the femurs, I was starting off at one millimeter per day. Mm -hmm. That that's, uh, that's a standard for the femurs four times or one quarter per session so that's four sessions a day and then maybe around like five five or six centimeters for most people you tend to slow down to maybe 0.75 millimeter a day i i think i slow down around five centimeters because it's not only not only muscle tightness and also slower bone consolidation but also to relieve pressure on your nerves as well so you get less nerve irritation and for the tibias i started off at 0.75 millimeter a day which is three times three sessions a day and then around like around three centimeters and i had to go down to like a 0.50 millimeter half a millimeter a day or two sessions wow that's that's it really you really slowed down there almost to a half a millimeter yeah. a day yeah it that's crazy the tibias is it's really like achilles it's around your ankles especially your achilles tendon and your ankles mm -hmm. and you lose dorsiflexion angles so so much after the hit around like three millimeters. Yeah. Ballerina foot. Ballerina foot. Yeah. Gets much tighter down there. Uh, yeah. Bob. <laughs> so you, you got 58 millimeters, which was um, 5.8 centimeters on your first lengthening of the femurs. Um, were you lengthening at one millimeter per day for that a little slower? And then when you went back, talk about that. That's another lengthening process. Um, 
Can you're you guys muted. hear Bob? No, I think you're muted, Bob. Oh, Bob, I think you're muted. Try, try it now. Unmute. There you go. Um, no, we hmm. can't hear you. We just can't hear you. Try to X out and come back on. I'll, I'll just put you back on the screen. We'll, um, yeah, and we'll just wait for a second. Uh, yeah, let's try that. Sometimes this software is pretty crappy. <laughs> Apologize <laughs> about this, guys. But yeah, I got most of people's content. Um, some good X-rays and some you know different videos. Brett sent some in. JP, HJ, IHJ, and Rial has some stuff here too. So what we're gonna do now is we're going to talk about a, uh, a little bit more in depth, more of a, a deep-rooted question. And this is about, you know, did the stature lengthening reduce your um, – hold on, did he come back on? Let's see. I don't see him yet. Uh, reduce your thoughts about your height. And do you feel better now that you are getting it done or you've gotten it done and you have your new height? So let's start with um, – let's see. He's not back on. Let's start with you, uh, Brett. We'll start with you. Go to JP, and then we'll go to IJ and HJ. Yeah, man, I'm just very excited. Uh, I obviously, I haven't start. Well, I have my X-rays this Saturday that should give me the thumbs up to fully weight bear. So okay. it's only a couple days away. So I'm just excited to get that thumbs up from the doctor. Um, I have been trying to like practice on crutches a little bit, but obviously, I'm scared. I don't want to mess anything up. Um, that was just where I was measuring my height there. Um, yeah, this is this is Brett's height. Um, so it came out to just shy of 71 inches, um, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible, man. So just like he said, 5, 10 and 3 quarters or something like that. So uh, Brett, you can continue. I'm just kind of showing some of your, your content that you put up here. Yeah, so uh, that, that's where I'm at right now, though. I'm just, I, unfortunately, I've still been in the wheelchair, you know, for the past four yeah. months and haven't walked a lot. So I'm just ready to start walking, get on the crutches. Um, you know. Absolutely. I think that, you know, you will be. And uh, you said your your checkup is in one week or two weeks, you said? In two days is my oh, two days. X-ray Saturday. Okay. So, uh, Very cool. And if all goes well, I, I send my x-ray Saturday to the doctor. So hopefully Monday he'll tell me that I can start walking. So then when I can fully weight bear, um, yeah, so – I had never used one of these uh, <laughs> things before. This is my first time getting to use one. Yeah, and, this little cart at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, I've never used one, so I like wanted the video that I was using one. So that was cool. Um, that's actually pretty cool. I think that that's a useful little tool that for people who are going to long distances at a grocery. Store. Is that Costco? Uh, Sam's Club. Sam's Club. Oh, I, I think they're better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and the other pictures are just uh, my my most my X-rays from the fourth, which uh, the doctor told me that everything looked really good, and I definitely by tomorrow or by Saturday, which is three weeks from these X-rays, should mm -hmm. be ready to fully weight bear. So if you look at these, you can see some places where the bone is clearly like all back together very well. Yeah, and obviously there are some places where it's not, but um yeah he said everything was looking really good Look at that that's so incredible, you started man. on september right Brett? my my tibia, my tibia was the last thursday of september and my femur was october 20th three weeks after that okay yeah see so it shows you guys right there based on his x-rays it just shows you that the femur just heals faster so if you're thinking about bo one bone segment to go for most bang for your buck the femur will be it but brett did both so 
Um, but it just shows you that um, he started his tibias first, and um, this was three weeks ago, Brett, about? Yeah, yeah, this was. Okay, so if you can see that the, the consolidation is still coming in, but it's not as robust as the, the femur. I mean, look at that. There's just more muscle tissue, more uh, nutrients that are just going right to that bone, and he's healing like um, amazingly. So very cool. Yeah, well, we're excited for you, man. In two days, yeah. you'll have to let me know. And um, again, we're going to do more roundtables like this. I think people love it. Uh, very yeah, cool. So I was, I was going to say, I uh, I did go to the gym five days a week, I mean, for many years before I did the surgery. So the last four months, I haven't been to the gym at all. So obviously, the first thing I'm going to do when I get the thumbs up to weight bear is start going back to the gym and, <laughs> and lifting again, which I haven't done for four months. So I know I'm going to be super sore and all of that. But I'm just really looking forward to that, learning to, learning to walk again. You know, I haven't walked in four months. So yeah. Just a lot of stuff coming up that I'm excited for, but I know it's going to be tough. So, Absolutely, man. Well, we're excited for you. That's awesome. Okay, cool. All right, so the next we're going to go to JP, and I have some of your content, JP. So uh, taking it about there, so now that you are six foot tall, um, I know that you're still ambulating a little you know, cautiously right now because you're not fully healed yet. But now that you're height, you, do you notice this new height, and um, has it really reduced the thoughts that you have about your stature? Well, for sure, like I don't think about it anymore because I know I did what I had, what I wanted to do, and what I had to do in order to get the height I wanted. Um, but at the same time, uh, just to specify, like, because when I stopped using the walker and the and the crutches, I thought I was walking good. Like my walk was was good with the walker and the crutches. But when I stopped using those and I went yeah. to only the cane and then without the cane it was completely different like i walk like it was i walked like a duck you know like uh almost like a little penguin so i i was trying to trying to you know strengthen the abductors on the side and walk better but it's 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 slow I, it's, it's still weird the way i walk you see you can see on this video that's the way i walk now you can still you see you see there's a yeah, a little bit of a sway, but I mean, mm -hmm. wh how far are you out from your surgery? You had your surgery July what? No, August 1st. Oh, August 1st. That's right. August 1st. So you're just about, come March 1st, that will be three plus four or five. Seven. Yeah. Se se okay. So yeah, seven months. So where, where do you feel? Is it weakness or do you feel like it's just like a different getting uh, your legs? Definitely weakness. Definitely weakness because I'm, I'm, I'm heavy. I think my, my, like my upper body is heavy. Mm -hmm. So... It's definitely a weakness on the side of my muscles. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here, here we go. So this is a little bit of the documentary. Yeah. If you guys want to watch it, this is a, a scene of it. Yeah. So actually, I'll play this uh, real quick. Uh, I think it's fantastic. JP did an amazing job. Let me uh, unmute it. We can't hear it. Oh, you can't hear it. Oh, okay. It's well. You can, it's just, a, you, you can probably read what it says, but it's just, uh, I'm answering a question regarding the reasons as to why people want limb lengthening. Yeah, and I think you did great, man. So you guys got to definitely check out the Canadian documentary that WT, uh, CTVW5 did. Um, it's in the um, chat. So if somebody wants to repost it, I know it's probably got bombarded with different chats. But yeah, JP, you did great there, man. Um, this so is that's more about. Another, yeah, that's the other one I wanted to show people. Yeah, this is a little uh, promo reel from the uh, the documentary. Mm -hmm. It's really cool, man. It's well done. <laughs> so, you guys go check that out. 
Um, and then look at this. Look at his before yeah, and after picture. So this is him yeah. standing on the left, his before picture standing next to his surgeon. So JP, you want to explain that? Okay, so this is before and after. The after pic has my shoes. The before pic doesn't have my shoes. So it gives you an idea. It, it gives you a good idea of what what it is. But you have to bear in mind that the first one doesn't have shoes. So right. And the second one, the way, it's, the way they took the picture, the, the guy was taking it from the ground up. So it looks like I'm taller than six, but with my shoes, I'm really six one. Six one. You know? Okay. That's, with that's the usually with the, with the shoes. That's incredible, man. You look like a giant. <laughs> that is really cool. Really cool transformation because she's about the same height in both pictures, but you just like grew incredible. That's that's exactly so cool. okay. exactly that's the thing. You, and when you look at the, the my shoulder placement to her ears, that's 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 when you see the the, the difference, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I can't help to say, but when I today I went to my appointment with uh, Dr. G and I mm -hmm. saw another patient. I saw another patient that I, I seen before and it, he's a quadrilateral patient. OK, uh -huh. and he, when he did his femurs at first, I, I looked at him. I was like, it, it, I, the first time I saw him, he already had done his femurs. OK, uh -huh. and the second time I saw him after his femurs, I could really see a huge difference. Like the guy is, is is average height now. He's actually uh, the first time I saw him, I, I thought he was short, and now after his tibias, I, yeah. like there was really a huge difference. So doing both of them, I think, makes a huge difference. It, yeah. You can actually see the difference for. for Would you other agree people. to that, Brett and HJ? Real quick, I just want to kind of hop on that. He said that you see a big difference because you guys linked in one. Well, Brett, you're doing it. You did it kind of simultaneously because it might be harder for you to uh, answer this, but like. And, you, you're the, and the guy right did femurs eight centimeters and tibias probably the max too. You know, he probably maxed out both of them. So, did he do? How far apart did he do them? Uh, he did femurs like, from from what I understand, he did femurs about a month before me. Okay. Okay. So th that's like uh, June, uh, July, and he did tibias like beginning of the winter. Wow, after so christmas because la last time I saw him, he told me he was going to do his tibias next time. So probably like. Yeah. did it during the winter but that's one thing because mary when she the way she does it she starts with the femurs then she does the tibias tibias interesting but other people they start with tibias they do femurs after it varies you know yeah no that, that's really interesting because I, i've heard that you know doing tibias first but i guess if you give it enough time in between and the person's tissues are uh you know lengthened enough that's crazy um Okay, so uh, let me just check if Bob, because I see him keep popping on here, and he his thing keeps kicking him off. I've, he's probably like said, screw it, because um, I, I actually was going to go to him next, and then we'll go to HJ, because I don't want to hold him up in terms of where his uh, thing is. But all right, let's go on to the next person. Um, <clears throat> let me stop sharing here and just uh, see what we got. All right, so we are going to, uh, let's see, we did Brett, JP. Um, IHJ brought some interesting content with him. So IHJ, um, first of all, answer the question about... Uh, your height before surgery to your height now, did it kind of like help you to stop thinking about, you know, wanting to get taller? Uh, honestly speaking, uh, the height that I'm now, it's not my true actual goals because my initial goal was to get to 5'10". So okay. actually I went to Paley Institute with a plan, like uh, uh, I wanted to do both segments at the same time. But then uh, Dr. Paley suggested me to do femur first and then after a probably I can take tibia. So, but still I'm mentally satisfied, of course, because uh, three inches is, I mean, more than three inches, right? It's a big gain. Mm -hmm. I'm satisfied. But uh, when you ask me if that's my goal, no, that's not my goal. Fighter is my actual goal. 
Okay, so five ten is your. Uh, let me can, just see. If, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Hear, I was just about to ask you to make sure I hear yeah. you before I lose you again. <laughs> You've been—it's been bopping you on and off. Uh, there you are for a second. Are, are, is your camera on, or is it not going to work? Or I don't know, but you know what? I'm kind of ugly, so. <laughs> you hear him real yeah. what is he I, saying <laughs> i sent you some photos just put those up and i'm gonna put them up i'm gonna put them up so let's let's do that now before you get kicked off again yeah so, yeah yeah um, ihj we're gonna talk about the the resources that you talked about towards the end because that's gonna be more beneficial um yep. for that because yeah we, we want to focus on um the content of like the before and afters and that's what uh bob has here so let me let me share um but bob yeah while we're on the topic about Height before the surgery to height now, has it really reduced your thoughts of being a small guy? I know you said earlier that you still have that feeling inside that you you feel like you haven't fully, you know, grown into yeah. your new body. But have you, has people noticed your difference yes. um, in height and has that changed things in your life? I tell you what, you think you're going to hide it. You're not going to hide it. People <laughs> go, oh my God, you look, I've had like a bunch of people tell me, you look taller and <laughs> and some of them i go eh, you know i i you know okay there's my brother on my left and we before the operation we were the same height yeah so that three inches i tower over him even though he can still you know uh kick my butt you know he can still beat me up I, i'm not about to fight him <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> yeah now there's me uh, i used to be smaller than dr d i here we and go. Uh, okay, there I'm on you know on the left uh, side or right side, whatever, whatever you what on uh, 2021. That was before the operation. I'm shorter than him, mm -hmm. and then um, two inches after that, uh, 2022, and then you probably I think I sent you another photo. Yeah. You can't tell as much. Uh, another inch. Okay, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Now yeah. I'm three inches taller. That's after the operation. That's crazy. And you were talking about bone density. Um, he with with all of my uh, x rays, he was like, your bone density is great. And yeah, so look at that. I, but I stopped. I guess be, not because of bone density. It was because of, you know, tendons and ligaments and muscle. It was killing me. So I slowed down. Then I, then I just stopped. And then I go, I'll do it later. And, and then, you know, like he said, once he said a year later, you got to jump on it. And so I, uh, I go a year. So I, I was like, I got to get in the operation room. And so boom, I got in there, did the inch and, uh, and then for 30 days, the first 30 days back in December of 2021, I did tw uh, uh, one millimeter and then I slowed down, slowed down and then stopped. Okay. Gotcha. So you just kind of gradually, you know, cruised to the finish line um, as you were lengthening. Very cool, man. Look at that big change. That's incredible. So you're, yeah. you're pretty close to six foot. Like you said, five, ten and a half or five, eleven with shoes. Um, man. And then driving is weird because you got to pull the, the chair back. But yeah. now you can't reach the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> is that a real? I, I actually yes. want to kind of dive in on that. Is that a real struggle? That's a real deal, man. Because you're wow. now your arms are, are <laughs> or you want to get something off the ground, and you're like, you know, your arms aren't aren't long enough. You need to, to get, get the adjustable steering, the one that you can, you know, tilt forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But look at that. I mean, like your proportions look fine. You know, yeah. Like, that your hands come to the bottom of your pockets. I think you had long enough arms to start with. Um, yeah. And you got the full three inches. So this is incredible. I mean, look at that height. That's crazy. Yeah, even if I had uh, didn't have long arms, 
you know, I'm a monkey, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> but even if I didn't, I don't care. People go, oh, what about your uh, proportions? Who cares? Right. I think Rial said that too. He was just like, you know, I don't care. I just want the height. And he's yeah. like, it's not going to look that bad. Nobody can tell. Like if I looked at you in clothes, I was like, I couldn't tell he got stature length thing done. So right. Right. That's incredible. Very I cool. Awesome. All right. So let's see who we have next. Um, HJ height journey. So we're gonna go to you. I know you sent in a picture and uh, so I'm just going to show he only sent one because he's going to be putting out a new video next week. I believe um, I'm gonna let him talk on that. So HJ, if you can talk about, um, you know, the thoughts that you had about your height before limb lengthening and then you know what what's like the everyday you know thoughts going through your head now like do you even think about height anymore or are you just kind of contributing to the limb lengthening community yeah um i'll put it before up before i was uh, just a sec i'm sorry let me just uh find your picture here you can go ahead hj go ahead okay so um I'm, I'm finding the picture right now. Here it is right here. Sorry. Might be easier uh, if I... There we go. Got it. Boom. Okay. So yeah, you see the picture on the left. That was, that was like... I was like under... A little under 5'7". So I was pretty short. It was some... Um, because even like somebody who's like 5'8", like Dr. Asiag right there, he's... Um, mm -hmm. Even that was... Seemed like pretty towering to me. <laughs> and you, you can... And even 5'8 is really not that tall. And... That was even tower so that you can have an idea of how how i felt like i guess overwhelmed when i go to okay. the workplace and see everyone taller than me and then now like i'm 5 11 i i'm like i'm like pretty much the almost one of the tallest ones now i'm like the tallest member of my team member of developers and i guess software engineers aren't really that tall but but the others like yeah I'm like 5 11 is yeah it's a good height i'm like a, definitely above average yeah and like you even like, so it made a difference in everything like CEOs, especially like when I go to compare when I've like seen taller women in the past, like were like five eight or five nine, and I see them now. They, yeah, it's it's a very different perspective as well. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, so yeah, it just makes it just it's, it's an advantage to when I go around. I don't I don't think about height anymore. And even like as a software engineer, like there's even though height doesn't really matter, like how well you program or code. But the the, the, the thing is that I'm actually performing better because I'm not, I don't suffer from like some kind of like mild depression of height to four or I don't think about it. So mm -hmm. instead of thinking about height, I'm just like thinking about work now because it doesn't occupy, occupy my mind anymore. And I'm actually performing better actually. That, that's I, what, I can see like, yeah. you know. That's actually what I wanted you to talk about is that, you know, with the, the thought of height being on your mind all the time, is you are you able to focus on other things in your life now? And you said yes. I mean, I think most people right on here, here on the panel could agree to that. Yeah, um, the, you know, time's a very precious commodity for everybody. Everybody, no matter how how tall you are, but yeah, but we all everyone has the same amount of time every week, and uh, and like, instead of like thinking about height or feeling feeling down or just lower energy or just less than one hundred percent. Now I feel 100%. Instead of thinking about height, I just, I just focus all my energy on just like thinking ahead of like moving forward and advancing, doing what I work and with my life, moving on, and every aspect. Like even like like shopping for clothes, I don't, I don't have to like tailor my pants anymore. They fit them, 30 inch inseam minimum length. They 
these sell-out stores, uh, every man knows that in the United yeah. States. No, so I think I, I think that's the power. Yeah, Thirty-two, actually. But, <laughs> yeah, that's the power it, of the surgery, man. It, it really can. Yeah, you know, it's time, and, and I, I don't focus on it. So instead of focusing on those little things about like, what if I were just taller? I, I just focus on life now and just moving ahead. That's so cool. I love it. Okay, cool. All right, and now we're gonna go to the real deal. He sent some content in. Um, I might have to, you know, because one of the videos were a little longer, so I'll just show part of that. But um, Rial, man, I mean, you're currently the only member here on the panel that's currently lengthening. Um, and we're gonna talk about another uh, issue that you had a little later. Um, but we're gonna, um, I wanted to kind of like ask you, you know, just the thought of knowing that you're getting taller. You told me several times through messaging that you you just feel this is an incredible journey, that you know that this is a, you know, one attribute of your life that you just wanted to kind of like, you know, just boost it, enhance it, and it's happening. So can you talk a little bit about like where you were before the surgery and then now on this amazing journey to the new you, the new Rial? So, yeah, um, I would say just the other day I was out getting x-rays and um, the crutches are adjustable, right? So in the house and then I have my boots that are an inch thick. So, but I'm now, the crutches, I started these crutches, I was 5'5 five, five on the pins. I'm now walk outside, I'm at 5'8. I'm like, how many inches am I growing a day here? It's yeah. like, <laughs> plus I'm going to walk straight, so you keep the crutches, you know, not tight, but like two fingers underneath, right? Yeah. But I mean, I feel it. I feel it growing. It's like, it's pretty, uh, it's, that's, it's, it's impressive. It's like, it's, I'm having a blast with this for sure. Uh, I had a little hiccup, but no big deal. But right. uh, no, it's uh, now the journey to this is uh, amazing, and uh, I know I know for sure I'm gonna push for more. Uh, I'm gonna go back, and you know, I just need uh, stronger uh, cyborg material. <laughs> <laughs> We need to talk about that. We need to create our own nail, the cyborg nail. Let's go into partnership and uh, do that. Yeah, I'm a tough individual, and uh, this stuff doesn't last too long in my body, I guess. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna definitely get into that. I think that's gonna be like one of the questions here soon. But like, tell us a little bit about what we're seeing here, Rial. Can you see it on the screen? Is it showing? Yeah. So uh, right here, uh, I just at my, uh, I'd be my second visit, I guess. That's a m uh, month in or so. Okay. I'm just showing them, you know, what I'm capable of doing. If I have a little bit of pain here and there, I had, uh, I think, I forget there what I had, but he's showing me tricks of, uh, but everything's good. Like everything's yeah. at hundred percent. That mobility is good. Uh, uh, I had, uh, there's one of my uh, front quad that was like a little tight at the top. So okay. we've been working on that on the, my right leg. So it's the only thing really that's uh, bothering me. Um, mm -hmm. Aside, everything is healing there good. Uh, and, and like I said over there, I was uh, easy five, five, six over there already. So, wow. yeah. I just want to specify, we have this, we have the same physical therapist, me and real. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's very bad. good. I um, like that place, uh, the doctor, the physio, the, the, I mean, I recommend that place all day long to anybody, man. They That's are incredible. by far the best. And, and you know, um, the true, uh, the true colors or the true company or the true person, when something goes wrong, are they going to be there with you? That's yeah. where it yeah. matters. When everything goes easy, everybody's the best. But if there's a hiccup, how are these people going to deal with you? How are they going to help you out? That is the key here. And, and that's the difference with the, with if you go or sometimes people go in like to Turkey. I've seen the guy who came on your channel uh, two like two weeks ago or last week, and that's what he was explaining. He was saying 
the difference if you get a qualified doctor that has liability then they they're going to want to help you fix things if there's a problem but if you go to like turkey or some place where they don't necessarily have liability once they have your money you're screwed yeah i agree uh let's let's actually ask ihj and brett about that so do you guys think that picking your surgeon and um having the right team in place is important because you guys went to the same camp as well brett oh yes. yeah Definitely for me. You can go first. Oh, sorry, IHG. I no, asked you first. Fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's very uh, imperative that you choose the right surgeon. Um, yeah. It helps a lot, especially like when there is complication, they know how to fix it. And also even the initial surgery, there are a lot of things uh, even that, that may go wrong. Uh, especially a lot of times I hear about patients complaining about IT band release and also few other complications, non-union, all those stuffs. So a good surgeon would know better how to handle these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brett? Yeah, I, I just, honestly, where where I did the surgery with Dr. Paley and Dr. Robbins, I just felt like everything was top-notch. Um, any issues I did have, you know, their physical therapists, there were, I think there were over 30 on staff there to choose from. So what's kind of cool is in the beginning, you get assigned some and you get to try different ones and find ones you like because some are more uh, harder than others, I guess you could say. Uh, um, for example, one might just get straight into stretching you and other might ease into it, you know, um, but there, there's also different personalities, right? Um, so some physical therapists might have a personality you get with better. So that was awesome to have the different options. And as far as the surgery, um, I mean, you know, it's it as the surgery is not a joke. I mean, I think my tibia surgery took three or four hours. So that's, wow. that's a long time to be, you know, doing a surgery. Uh, obviously, though, everything went well. So. I, I wouldn't want to put that in the hands of someone that I didn't know had a lot of experience. Um, I believe, I, I don't want to say the wrong numbers, but I think it was like Dr. Paley has done, is it 10 or 20,000 leg lengthening surgeries since the 90s? It, it's a very high number. So um, if you actually watch some of his interviews, he talks about how he has hit some of those low 1% chances of things happening and actually knows how to deal with them, you know, that some surgeons might not have. Um, right. So, yeah, I did have, I, I won't say the normal things, but going through the experience, I had pain, I had some nerve pain, things like that. And uh, just being able to, to talk to, um, there are two coordinators there that you can call pretty much at any time and say if you're having issues and just make sure it's not a true big issue. You know, like I, I don't want like my nerve to go bad and not be able to feel my legs or something, you know, if, if it's, if it's something I'm going through. So, uh, yeah, just all of that's very important. Um, I'm not going to say everything was perfect. Um, it, there is a lot to this experience, um, from the surgery to recovery everything you're going through. Um, but everything was in place to, to make you, make me be successful there. I felt like, um, yeah. I love it. That's awesome. So to yeah, add to his point, uh, yes, not yeah. only Dr. Paley, even Robbins was awesome. 
Mm, uh, Robbins, he's a big yeah, part of it. Yeah, he was also part of it. And uh, not only that, I mean, um, pick, yeah, as I said, picking a good surgeon plays a major role. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, and so with, have... with my surgery, um, I actually think Dr. Paley did one leg and Robbins did the other as well. Exactly. Yeah, That's for most hear, of us, yeah. It's, yeah. It was like that, yes. <laughs> and I just want to add one thing. I was getting out of the hotel after my consultation, and Brett was getting in. He was starting with his surgery. Really? You guys saw each other. You know each other. Yes, yeah. I, I, no, not, uh, we have not spoken much, but I have seen him once. I met him oh, Okay, once. Brett, do you know who this is? He saw me well, walking. Right? Well, he, his camera's not on, so. No, whoa, 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 yeah, <laughs> maybe he badly remembers. <laughs> he doesn't want that, but like. I, I, met, I met a lot of people. Okay. Down there, yeah. there were a lot of people doing this surgery, so I did make a lot of friends and meet a new, lot of new people. You used from to have a lot of hair before, I know, from, right? From before all, yeah, I did. I cut my hair. Yep, yep. Sure. Uh, um, so he's basically, yeah. Brett's basically saying he doesn't remember you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's his no, nice way. I met um, a lot of people. There, there were people from, you know, Asia, you know, China, whatever. Yeah. Then there were people from... Europe, like London, you know, then South America. I mean, everywhere was there. And then, of course, all over the United States as well, like New York, California, you know. So there's a lot of people there doing this. So cool. Let's get the other two guys over here on the side. Um, so Height Journey and then Bob, I want to get you guys' thoughts on picking your surgeon and having like a good team in place uh, for this lengthening process. And we'll move on to the other topics I had in here. And I, I don't want to let this run too long. I know you guys have been waiting for me forever, but uh, yeah, we definitely want to keep going. So uh, HJ and then um, Bob, you guys want yeah. to talk about? Go ahead, HJ. Okay, uh, about picking a surgeon. Yes, pick one uh, that's based on experience and safety first. That's the first criteria, and that should be the only criteria because no amount of price, no matter no discount is worth it. If you're going to end up like basically crippled or handicapped for the rest of your life, even if it was like under five thousand dollars, but you're going to end up in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. That's not going to be worth it, no matter how cheap it is. So safety and experience, make sure they're credible and experienced. And, yeah, not and only a uh, you know wheelchair, but just having a bum leg or not feeling good. But, uh, you know, I, I like I said, I had Dr. D in Las Vegas, and he had Mike as a physical therapist, and he knows what he's doing. He started <laughs> off slow with me. And then, Did you know that Dr. D in Las Vegas was trained by Dr. G here? No, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that either. And, and Dr. G was trained with Dr. Paley. Wow. So, I didn't you know, know that, they all yeah. come from the same, like, um, yeah. Hierarchy. The same bunch. The same family tree. <laughs> yeah, I asked Dr. D, you know, he's shorter than me now. And I said to him, how come you don't get this done? He goes, nobody's as good as me. Oh, oh <laughs> no, 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 he, like no, no, he said it nice, you know, as a yeah, sarcastically yeah. funny. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, for I mean, sure. You know what? He's, he's a millionaire. He doesn't need to get this done. He's probably got a, a hot wife and, you know, <laughs> he's got it going on. I love this guy, Bob, man. He's kind of so like, the, uh, you know, and then I got to tell you, Victor, you know, where you can stop lifting weights. We're all very impressed. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> How's that bicep that you're doing? I'm, I'm just trying to catch up to Rial over here. Have you guys seen his gym videos? I mean, come on. <laughs> He's a machine. Awesome. I love it. Okay, cool. All right, let's keep it moving. Um, so let me stop sharing here. All right, so the next topic that I wanted to talk about is um, 
do you guys have any like residual actually let's talk before we talk about residual pain let's talk complications and we have real to talk a little bit about this so real you're gonna take the spotlight on this one man um you ready for this i'm gonna put you in the middle right there we'll see it okay real so recently you messaged me i think it was this week earlier you want to tell everybody what happened yes uh yeah my god that's a good one so uh like i said when i told i just said earlier you'll know how good your doctor is and the team is behind you when something happens to you so uh it was uh i believe it was on tuesday uh, probably this week i was on my table stretch, doing my stretches and uh i got on the phone with my physio and uh it was just as good as telling him i still had pain in the front of my quad and I'm on the table, I'm doing my stretches, you know, the normal routines and stuff. And uh, then they suggested, oh, I, I, um, I was doing this. I was on my stomach doing that with the leg behind pulling it. And I had to turn over to my side to do the, uh, like the, the clam. And you saw it on the table. I did it with him. It was the first time. It's not an exercise I was doing here at all because I didn't need to do it. He was just checking how good my, like my, everything was working. But when I turned over, my right leg was hurting a bit. So I put a lot of pressure on my left leg. The left leg had no zero pain in there. Like I never had really big pains in my legs. So because my legs were angled, like uh, bent, I had to move my hips over because I was too close to the edge of my bed. And when I did that, my, my knees were bent. All the pressure went on my ankle and I had my hands down and to lift my bum and the nail snapped on my left leg. So just oh. all all the ratchets are gone in there. It just, I grew uh, nine clicks in a matter of seconds. So it shot from the inside of my thigh, straight down beside my knee on the inside of the knee, right down to the ankle. Oh, and I was like, I just, I told the fit, my physio, I'm like, oh shit. I was like, something just happened, you know? But that hip cracks, you know, like, you know, when you have crackling in the bone, so I was like, maybe it's just because there's pressure, a lot of cracks just happened in one shot, you know? But I was like, you know, I worked in mechanics long enough. I know what a ratchet sounds like in a gear that strips. And I was like, man, this sounds like some gear that's just stripped. Yeah. So I, I told myself, I'll just take a break. Uh, I, I went and sat down and I went back to the table uh, 20 minutes later. And I started doing my, my stretches. I said, I'm going to start at zero again. So the first one, I start stretching and stretching. I mean, no pain, like a little bit of pain inside the leg, nothing more. But when I pulled my, my knee up towards my chest, my ankle kept turning towards the inside. So my, my heel was hitting me in the forehead almost. So I had, I was like, I was like fuck, I, it's either the ligaments are really weak here, there's something wrong, right? So sure enough, I was like, man, there's something here. That's, so I, I finished my exercise. You know, I, I go on my back or on my stomach again to pull, you know, to pull the strap. But my leg keeps falling over. I'm like, geez, that's nerfy. I'm like, holy fuck. I said, there's something wrong here. And so then I talked to Dr. Mendy. I called her. She picked up right away. Uh, she's like, I was like, Dr. Mendy. Well, I talked to her when I heard the crack. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't think it's broken. Like, I, I walk on it. it. It seems okay, right? It's like, I was like, I have a little bit of pain on the inside. But she's like, okay, well, keep me posted. So then when I went back to, to my stretches, I'm like, it's definitely 
ratchet gone in there. Something's gone. So then uh, Dr. Marie is like, okay, well, you're in tomorrow. Let's get this x-rayed and uh, let's look at this right away. So next day I was in Montreal, get everything checked. Um, they got me in. I'm getting operated on Wednesday next week. Okay. Uh, they were going to pull the nail out, get a new one in there. The uh, There's a lot, a lot of bad news, but a lot of good news at the same time. Uh, precise nail. They're going to warranty my nail. They, uh, they're going to make it because i you all know it's a costly uh, uh operation so and dr marie obviously is uh, like pretty much doing this you know out of her uh, good heart so i owe her a, a lot of kitchens and whatever she needs in construction <laughs> uh, wow. she's pulling every everything she can to get me in there at uh very minimal cost to be honest like uh pretty much a cost of a haircut so I'm very, very happy for that. Um, so now I stopped lengthening for a week, like like just this week. I get operated next week. I'll be another week without lengthening. And then we kick it back in gear and uh, away we go. But I'm still stretching. I'm still doing my stuff. I'm very careful because the leg just twists over, right? So, But there's no pain. I mean, I can walk in it. Zero pain. Um Obviously, I can't go up the stairs because when you put your leg up, I got no stability. It will flop over. So I can't go up the stairs. I got to go up. Like I went today. I went up on my ass, up and down. So uh, what was it on the x-ray that you that you guys saw? Was it completely snapped or just the insides of it? Just, just the gears. Just the gears. Okay. So I, I can put full weight on it. It's not a problem. Full weight's not the issue. But it it's won't just, work. It won't work. No, it doesn't extend anymore. It's, yeah. But there's no gears left, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, there's um, there's something like a I forget the name of like an act not axle but there's a I guess like a pin that prevents it from spinning. That's what broke inside. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. But gotcha. you know, from day one, my left leg always felt like my heel was on ice. Like I would say, it's weird. Sometimes I turn and I feel like my heel's on ice. Like I turn and it's like the heel's not like I'm not moving, but I'm just twisting. And never happened with my right leg. And today I went to my fridge to get me something to drink. And it happened again, the same thing. I feel like that nail had a little bit of slack in there. There was something because I never felt it with the right leg. Never once. Mm -hmm. And like I saw myself in the video earlier and I cringed when I saw myself turn on that table. How yeah. I like how my nail broke. And I saw I put weight on it like on the on that video with the uh, physio. Yeah. And okay. uh, but maybe not as much because both legs are strong and maybe I had weight on both legs as opposed mm -hmm. to just the, the bottom one, right? But uh, yeah, it's, uh, so I got a floppy leg. So now when I, people ask me, how's my leg? I send them a song of Footloose, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, real. So yeah, so it's like right when you were laying on your stomach, it bent up and then you kind of twisted over to like that, see, right? See, you'll see, um, so I was like that on my on my stomach. I turned over, and it was to do the climb. You, you'll see. I don't know if I no. Nope, it's a little bit further than that. Not this one. It's a different yeah. one. Yeah, a little bit further. Right, right there. Here. Right there. Okay, let me flip right it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So right there, as I go down, but I was on my stomach when I did this at home. Okay. See, you see, see, um, the legs are bent. Yeah. You'll see. Um, and then watch me roll over, and you'll see I put weight on that leg. And that's how 
Okay. At home, at home, it was like this, and I had to move my pelvis forward. Yeah. So I wouldn't fall off. And the bottom leg, the left leg, the one with the tattoo that you see, that's yeah. the one I put pressure on. I see. Left leg. I see. So you were, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So it broke from the inside. Like, mm. uh, torts, it torqued on the inside. Did she, did she look at the, is, is the bone still like kind of intact? It's still fixated, obviously. Like the screws, everything's still oh, yeah, intact. Yeah, everything's good. Everything's good. Everything in there's good. Like, uh, the only thing I can't grow. It's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> grow. So that's it's the you. nail malfunctioned. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. 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 So it's, uh, gotcha. but yeah, it's, uh, so I'm glad, you know, I got this done near my house and not too far. And, uh, when you feel a good connection with a doctor, you know, you know, they're, uh, they're, they're not going to leave you stranded. Let's just say right. they'll do everything. They'll pull every stop sign to get you in there. So, uh, and so I'll, and it's like, uh, it's not that easy to pull that out because it's broken. So I think the, the sleeve might separate itself. I'm not too yeah. sure. It, it yeah, two parts or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, she'll fish it out for sure. Using some sort of like device. They're good at that, but man, you definitely dodged a bullet there. We're, we're glad that you're okay. And um, you know, it wasn't worse than it was. I mean, it sucks to have, you know, devices that malfunction, but that's, just, it's just an example that you said, like the team is there behind you. They're there for support. I mean, you have the whole limited community here now. Um, and it's just like, what, like a little hiccup and you're going to be back yeah. to growing in the next Yeah, week. it's a matter of, uh, so today surgery, you know, they put me out. I told Dr. Marie, I said, you know, uh, just hit me with the head on the hammer, put me out for a couple of hours, <laughs> just fucking get it done. I was like, you know, yeah, uh, yeah it, it really sucks. It's, it's kind of like, it's more, um, you know, the pain in the leg was nothing. It's more, uh, your like your feelings you know like fuck you yeah. feel like you failed and you're like man this can't be you know it can't be me but uh i'll i'll, I'll be back on there like this leg still has zero pain in it zero pain yeah. wow. no, like, you can walk on it no problem it's just that i'd be so conscious because the other one i have like sharp pains that hit me so if i'm not ready and the other leg is all floppy you know yeah. I, i'm gonna you know might hurt myself so i gotta be very careful i walk i still walk on my crutches i you know I, I work from home and I, I go out. Uh, I went out maybe twice. I went well. I went to Montreal. Uh, that's pretty much it. I'll just go out for my physio tomorrow. I'm at physio, so I'll go to physio. So I, obviously, I'm careful not to hurt myself. But uh, man, that's yeah. Sorry what about a that. She's she's I, I slip and fall. I, I I slipped and fell yesterday, and Did I was you? scared I was going to break something, but it was it was okay. So, but you know what? We, we, we've got to be really careful in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with the snow and everything. What'd you say, Bob? Oh, and, and I was going to say, and Chicago, it's icy here too. But uh, it's such a testimony to to your doctor that she's going to do this for the price of a haircut. And you know, probably the anesthesiologists and the nurses—they probably they've got to get paid. But uh, and then and then was it the precise two point two that stripped yeah. out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they a good testimony for them too. So, it's all you know. It's a, she's a great doctor to go to. Then, oh, definitely, definitely. Like you cannot go wrong with this doctor. At like, yeah, and, even though and, things went wrong, but it's all good. They're covering it, so good for them. Yeah, she'll answer your phone at any time. It does not matter. You know, yeah. like, the first time I think we had a one week like uh, post surgery uh, appointment, right? And I didn't message her. I'm like. You know, who am I to message a surgeon, you know, to tell him I'm okay? Like, you know, like, so I'm like, so I get there. She's like, she's not too impressed. Like, Real, 
I asked you to message me. I said, but yeah, but I was okay. I don't want to bother you. She's like, you're not bothering me. Tell me. I'd rather hear, you know, you're okay or you're hurting, whatever it is, but just tell me. So now it's like, hello, Dutch Marie, you know, like I'm very like conscientious of like, I got a messenger and she's happy. She's like, it, it, it makes her day that, you know, she sees her uh, patients or telling her, you know, everything's good. Or, so I was not too happy with this message when I had to tell her that. She called me right away. She's like, Real, are you okay? Are you in pain? I said, yeah, <laughs> my heart's broken. <laughs> <laughs> my heart, I can't grow. I gotta wait. <laughs> Oh man, I love it. No, that's, that's what it's all about is having that's the same thing with my surgeon from, you know, she was, she was very, um, uh, approachable, like, you know, just a simple text message back then, way back then when there's no cell phones. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Awesome. And yeah. I think most people here on the panel all had really good surgeons and, you know, you could kind of get in contact if you had an issue. I think Brett, IHJ, HJ, um, you, Bob, yeah. Real, and JP. I mean, it's incredible. I think that's why you have to understand for all you guys watching it, that picking your surgeon, your clinic, that team is so important. Cause if you go somewhere, they do the surgery and they kind of lift, leave you on your own. Well, if something goes wrong, then, you know, just think of Matt, imagine if real didn't have anybody to help him, like, you know, take care of this, he'd have to go to a whole nother clinic, or if he'd have to go back, you have to pay for the complication fee and all that stuff, but they just kind of covered all that. That's incredible. And, and that was my question when I, you took my phone call on the, uh, I was on, the, on vacation. Remember? Yeah. And I said, you know how it's going to be. Like, I feel like I'm not going to have the support after my surgery. Absolutely. And your answer was, you know, yeah. Yeah. Stick to, I told stick you, to I said that you need that support network because I yeah. feel that other clinic that we were talking about, you know, they may have, may not have. I'm not going to say anything, but like, I just know that yeah. she would have and she did. So yeah. I'm happy about that. So awesome. I was like, that's what we did. Yeah, that's good, man. You'll be back to it. Ten days, you'll be back and lengthening. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm out on Wednesday, and I know I'm walking out of there on Wednesday. And uh, yeah. <laughs> here he is. This guy's Wolverine. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. So what we want to do now, because I know it's already over the hour mark, because I was late. And again, I apologize about it. I feel really bad about it. But anyway, so uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna ask a few more questions. Um, real quick to each participant here on the panel, and then we're gonna go to the live Q and A. But if, if any of you guys on the panel need to go. Um, after these last two questions, that's fine. I'll timestamp them, and then um, the other guys can take the questions. But um, and then I actually, I know you have the images that they Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm going to do that now. Actually, so we're going to talk about helpful tips um, because I had some submitted questions from a lady. I want you guys to help answer. They're very helpful. Um, uh, resources that patients should get and IHJ brought some with him. So let me do that. Um, so IHJ, you're going to take this one. So if you want to start talking about helpful tools and resources, limiting patients, um, can, you know, get before the process that could help them out. That'd be great. Sure. Yeah. Me. My turn. Uh, oh, oh no. Um, IHJ and then IHJ, we'll come to you. Don't worry. We're going to go to each participant. You guys can answer this. But if anybody needs to go, that's fine. But uh, let me just pull this up real quick. So, IHJ, you're on. Uh, can you pull the Thunderbolt post? Yeah, I'm going to pull them up right now. Let me. Uh... So, while he's doing that, let me um, brief you all. Um, so, when I ask the doctor, what do you mean by full recovery? Obviously, you're doing the lengthening consolidation. Then you started to walk or you lift weights thereafter. So, when, when does you when does your full recovery happen so we hear people saying like uh, after six months or one year you're, you after one year you should be able to uh, fully recover your muscles uh, start to loosen and all those stuffs and some cases we do hear like saying like after two years you will be fully recovered actually if you see the image the thunderbolt pose this is what the 
if you can show up that poem. The, which one is it? Um, the Thunderbolt pose. Thunderbolt. Oh, you mean the massage gun? Uh, no. Did you receive the other image um, where you've been sitting all the? Exactly. While you're talking about that, let me look into the email. I apologize. I was just doing this last minute. No Let's problem. See. So it is a post like I don't know. Like it's difficult to describe for me. But uh, when you see that image, you would understand. Okay. So that is the post that shows you're fully recovered. That means you're able to fully bend your cords. You're fully able to stretch your uh, knee extension, everything. Mm -hmm. Your knees are good. Uh, your hip extension is good. Your dorsiflexion is good. Everything is good. Mm -hmm. So that's what I was told by the doctor. Oh, here it is. Got it. Okay, guys. So IHJ is saying that this pose, if you can do this pose, you're, you're pretty much at full recovery. So let me stop sharing this one and uh, pull up this image here. Just a sec. I just downloaded it. Uh, here it is. All right. So you're who? <laughs> who told you that though? Hold on. Let me pull this up. Because I don't even think I can do this, and I feel like I'm fully recovered. <laughs> Doctor Robbins. Doctor, I'm gonna I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna call him. <laughs> so if you can do this yoga pose, you guys are fully healed and recovered. Yeah, I was able to do before the surgery, but you know what? Now I'm able to get up to. Uh, I'm almost like 20 degree up. I would say okay. 20 or 30 degree. I'm, I'll I'll be almost there, but it may take some time. I think like probably like by uh, May, like one or two or three months, I should be able to get there. Okay. Because I asked this question, like, because I am planning to take tibia surgery. So I oh, asked him, are. like, when is the good time to take? Then he's mentioned, like, if you're able to achieve this, then you can do that. But he also mentioned, like, that's yeah. not going to stop me. Whatever I have, whatever I, uh, I am able to reach now with 20 degree, that should also be yeah. fine. But this is ultimate recovery pose. So the this is when you reach here, that. like... Yeah, when you reach here, your muscles are totally, I mean, you're fully recovered. You don't have any tightness and all those things. Yep. Okay, very cool. All right, I'll show you the next one. So that was, uh, so that's the pose that shows your full recovery, according to Dr. Robbins, which he's going to have to hear from me on that one. Too. I'm just kidding. Um, so this next one was the massage table. I think Rial has one. I know JP has one. Brett, did you ever get this as well? I didn't put a massage table in my room. Uh, I just obviously use at physical therapy they had the tables there so gotcha. but um, i did instead uh not to get too detailed so the bed uh where i was staying was very soft and it was hard for me to stay flat on it mm -hmm. so i actually got like a wooden board and put a wooden board on one half of the bed so then i could go over onto the wooden board which stayed flat and it was almost the same for me as a flat table so i would do my stretches and things on the wooden board half of the bed and on the other half of the bed obviously i'd sleep where it was soft so that was my that was my hack to get through that <laughs> i love it a little tip awesome ihj uh, uh, the reason we have yeah. this is like it's preferred i mean i've, I've seen a lot of patients not using this some people just uh, do with the bed but the bed the hotel is almost like very soft and it's not that firm so it's good to have a firm base to do your physical therapy but again, it's optional. It's better. It's good to have. Okay. Very cool. All right. So the next one, let me just pull that up here just a sec. Uh, sorry about this. Here it is right here. I, I changed out the product because this I'm an aff affiliate partner of this company. So you sent okay. some random massage gun. I was like, no, you're going you're gonna to use mine. <laughs> the Akron B37, get it. Link below. <laughs> Put Cyborg 20, get 20% off. <laughs> so I was in never of this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Think of your boy. <laughs> no, so yeah, definitely massage. Go ahead, IHJ. 
Yeah, massage gun helps. Uh, let me tell you two things. Uh, most people focus only on the physiotherapy. Uh, of course, physiotherapy comes like a twin brother to your surgery, to your limb lengthening phase. I mean, lengthening phase, obviously. You, can, you can't skip that. But not only really, that, are two things you need to focus. And that helped me a lot. One is the hydrotherapy, the pool therapy, and another is massaging. So how do you massage? Either with the massage gun or with your hands, mm -hmm. oil massage or whatever it is. So that's the other image I sent, like the massage creaming. Like yeah. that's one of the product I use, like it might be anything. But yeah. do these two things like th that will really help you in your recovering process. The reason I'm insisting on the pool therapy is when you get into the pool, that's where you're actually placing your foot on the ground. So mm -hmm. not only that, you're getting a lot of range of motion because lengthening phase, you're not doing anything. You're just sitting all the time. So mm -hmm. just make sure if you go to the pool, I mean, getting to the pool will help you place your foot on the ground. You're able to walk even in the lengthening phase and you get the range of motion that would help your muscles, soft tissues, tendons and everything. So that plays a major role. And I would I'm strongly, I, I would strongly recommend that because that helped me during my recovery process. That helped me in my total uh, limb lengthening journey journey yeah and uh, also the massaging yes massaging does help of course uh when you do massaging it gets deep into the muscles it triggers the muscles because the muscles are already tight and this helps a lot yeah. so focus on these two things that will really uh help you uh, uh i mean uh, get into the success path i would say I love it. I love it. This is no, this is actually what they used on me when they were doing a stem at uh, physical therapy for me. Um, pretty much, which it just helped to condition the, the, the skin, but also it was just kind of very soothing. Um, you can also use this on your scars to kind of help semi fade the uh, appearance. These two things that will really help you recover in your recovery process. Consolidation, so therapy, therapy well, and massage. That's good that you mentioned the pool therapy because, you know, that's one thing I've I seen people do. And I was always wondering, like, would it be helpful? And also, I was wondering if it was too dangerous to get in the water without slipping. Uh, you know? No, no, no. It's, But, it's, well, it's too helpful. I, okay, I did so almost like, if not every day, like uh, once in two days. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Very cool. Awesome. I, All right, I, guys. I, so I, what we're going to do. What we're going to do now is um, there were some submitted questions from a prospective patient. I think she's a mother thinking about it for her daughter. Um, so there's about four questions here, but I'm going to get two of you guys. There's about eight of us on this panel. So um, to answer each one and give your different perspectives of it. So first submitted question was, um, in fact, I don't think I can share this screen. But anyway, it says, how do you get dressed, undressed? Um, can I adapt my own clothing with Velcro to make uh, dressing and using the toilet easier as a female? Or will I have will I be wearing gym shorts for the most part? So HJ, Height Journey, I know you were talking about this in one of your videos, um, talking about clothing and limb lengthening. So if you can talk about that. Okay, I assume you're talking about internal nails, not external fixators. Yeah, yeah, let's talk but, about that. Um, yeah. Okay, but uh, just a quick thing of the external fixators. Is I know that if, if you have an external fixator, you, you have to cut the shorts on the side, on the mm -hmm. side, so you You can't pull it, roll it up yourself and you have to put like Velcro tape or something like that. But but anyway, that's the external fixes. But the internal internal nails, which most people use, like clothing up, you just wear baggy pants. You're not you're not gonna like see anyone anyway. So you, you don't you don't really care about fashion or hygiene too much. Just mm -hmm. just reasonable. I think you just you just wear like baggy clothes, baggy pants or like like gym shorts or Sweat sweatpants that are like kind of 
little on the baggy side, nothing tight because you don't, you don't want it tight, just loose and baggy. Yeah. Shorts or. or... Yeah. Oh, did he freeze? Or there you are. What pants? Those, those are the best. It's easy. Yeah. Okay. Um, Anybody else? Uh, Bob, did you like what was dressing, getting dressed like, like slipping on? Yeah, the you know, uh, first time I uh, reordered some uh, baggy Levi's, you know, those farmer ones. But the thing that really got me excited was I ordered 34 inch length. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then another thing so I wanted to tell you was get one of these things, you know. Ah, off of Amazon, yeah. they're 17 bucks. I'm not kidding you. Really? I, picked up a, I picked up a quarter off the ground. I'm not kidding you. Are you serious? I am not kidding you. Even though I'm you saw I've got long arms, I was telling you about, you know, driving and stuff. Yeah, very but, cool. But, uh, yeah, it's tough okay. to get off the uh, toilet. Okay, very cool. All right, so the next question here. Yeah, um, what think about the toilet? yeah go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, what would a toilet like? like yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be the same for because you're not gonna be like, as a man, you're not gonna be sitting. So you just, yeah, just, just wear like loose gym, loose underwear. Is, is it getting a little crappy? Underwear, you know, yeah. just kind of pull it yes, back. That's all it is to it. A little bit. That's okay. All right. Um, all right. So next question here is, what footwear is best post surgery? Will my feet be swollen? If so, for how long? Um, JP, let's talk about this. Uh, so this question here, number two, is saying what footwear is best post-surgery? Um, did you wear, like, sandals, or did you kind of wear just slippers, or what would you like wear? Post-surgery, they mean right after surgery or, like, a yeah, week or two? the first two weeks, like, when your legs are still swollen and inflamed. First two weeks, uh, I mean, yeah, you, when, when they're when – they're depends, because when they're very swollen, yeah, it's not recommended to put too much of a sock on it because you don't want too much compression, like, just a little bit, but you don't want too much. So – if they're not too swollen, your 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 feet, you can basically put you know your normal regular socks and shoes, you know, uh, maybe slippers, not not slippers, but I don't know how you call them, sandals or, you know, uh, just for me, what I did because I got the surgery in August, so the first week I was most of the time inside my my house, you know, bare bare uh, foot, you know, <laughs> and then I started wearing my shoes. Uh, it was was fine. Okay, very cool. And Rial, I know that in your videos early on, I saw you wearing like uh, socks with some sandals, right? Like the, just the strap over, so it was very loose around your foot, right? Uh, no, so I, I, I like I refuse to wear Crocs, and okay. uh, <laughs> I wear uh, I got boots. I have uh, I have my wool socks. I wear them year round. <laughs> but, uh, so it's funny you ask that because today I almost made a video of it. I was like, man, this is fucking genius. So because my leg's broken, I can't I'm very cautious when I bend over and stuff, and the other leg hurts. So I had to put my underwear on after the shower. So what I did is I, I stood in the middle of my underwear, I grabbed both of my crutches and stretched the underwear and brought them up with the two crutches right up. I'm gonna make a video of this, I'm gonna sell this, I'm gonna patent it for sure. <laughs> it was badass. I was like, man, so easy. I was like, I never thought of doing that before, right? But no, it's uh, aside from that. I uh, coming out of the hospital was my feet were actually swollen a little bit. You didn't, you don't realize. Doesn't need much, 
and uh, I had them shoes, and it was a little snug, and you know, your feet go numb. Uh, I had to drive uh, an hour and a half back home. So I, the best thing was my I have boots. It's winter here. I got boots. I can just throw my foot in out. It's the best. That is yeah. by far the best. Uh, pants wise, you'll see pictures of me in my pants. Like I, I like to wear my jeans. I can look taller again. Like you know, like not again, but I feel like the height. So, but I have bought a lot of. Uh, you know, I have my gym pants and stuff. So when you go to physio, you can just wear, you know, your uh, your workout shorts and then throw a, a nice pair of, uh, you know, I have gasp uh, pants for uh, the gym. So you throw those on top. When you get to the physio, you throw those down. It's easy, simple. But when both legs are good, it's it's, it's very easy. I mean, I'm, I'm not too concerned about the dressing. Right now, my, my problem is putting on the sock because when you're pulling on your leg and, yeah. you, and you're so cautious, it flips over to the side because now it's spinning. <laughs> So, like, you know, I'm very cautious with pulling on my leg right now. Uh, as, you know, and when I walk, my left leg hits me behind the other leg when I'm walking. So, because my boot just, it's just dropped on itself. It just wants to flop towards the inside. So, wow. but no, it's just boots that you can slide in. If you're in the summer, flip-flops, man, is going to be the trick. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be the trick. And uh you don't have to worry. You can bear, you can still wear nice pants if you want. Like that's what you're into, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's all about like just making sure you're careful when you put them on and stuff. And like you said, just I think I think those gas sweatpants are perfect. Like things like that, just very loose and easy. You can just slide them up. Like uh, Bob said, just very loose uh, clothing. It helps. Yeah, um, very I could cool. put wear it on sock yeah. shoes. My feet like, didn't swell up at all. Sock shoes. It's like a. It's like a slippers, but it's like, it's like a shoe, but it's like a sock, but that's a firm ground. You can get into Amazon, look up sock shoes. Also, if you look up my website, heightjourney.com, I have a link to the recommended equipment. <laughs> and one of them is sock shoes. That, that, those are pretty helpful. Just slide on, no lace, to, no tying laces. It fits perfectly, slides off easily. You can also ex do some light exercising as well. Like, gotcha. As well. Very cool. Awesome. Okay. Um, Brett, we're going to go to you next one. I, I mean, you already kind of talked about number three here, which is basically, uh, should I buy an inexpensive physio table to do stretching at the hotel room? Were they too flimsy? Um, you kind of mentioned this earlier about putting like a cardboard, or was it cardboard or like wood? You said wood. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, you talked about that. So we'll, we'll, I'll kind of timestamp that. Um, but Rial, I know that you and JP had massage tables, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah you guys got those. Did you? Uh, did the, uh, yeah. I have the same that you saw in the video with my physio. You, they're uh, like in Canada, Canadian Tire has them and, and stuff yeah. like that. They're not probably like the same one I use. Like uh, you know, it's it's very good for doing the stretches when you're on your like when you're on your belly and you you're standing like that and you're stretching. You know, your for your hamstrings and your your um, quads. Your quads. Yeah. So uh, this is really good. For, I, I, I have a question I wanted to ask. I might forget, so I'm going to ask yeah. you right now, okay? And I want to know you guys' opinion on that. I want to know uh, what happens when they take the nails off. Can you sell your nail? <laughs> <laughs> I got one for sale on Wednesday, guys. Right. <laughs> market for, like internal precise nails like we could you, look at uh, all these people here we could sell like you know you, that's 10 patients you could sell thirty thousand dollars a pop <laughs> even if you sell it for 10 grand less i love yeah. it very cool awesome all right so last question then we'll go into the live chat but i know that we'll kind of you know put uh cut it if anybody needs to go 
Oh, look at that. Brett has a... I wanted to say, if you do TBS, this is a slant board. Yeah, let me uh, stop sharing. This is a lifesaver for Tibius. Yeah, look at that. That's perfect. Yeah, I actually yes. got one of those. And did you start using that, Brett? Say what? You started using that already, right? Oh, I did it while I was lengthening. Oh, okay, while you were lengthening. Yeah, I've been so using what this. Is for What's that, IHK? Yeah. What did you the tibia so when you do your tibia lengthening if you if you go through with that um you know like what hj said earlier yeah. about like the ballerina foot it helps uh -huh. to keep your foot in dorsiflexion and that also that night yeah. splint so, that he had. So you'll be wearing this so i didn't even have shoes i just had to wear this but you'll be wearing this to keep your uh tibia able and foot able to bend up and then on top of that using the slant board um, just really helps you keep that strength so that you don't get dropped foot while you're lengthening. So you stand on the st uh, that boat to prevent yeah, the Yeah, when you stand on it, you'll feel your calves engage. It no. just really Stitching. makes your calves strong, uh, stronger when you're standing on it. Yep. It's, it's very hard to do when it you're... Like, it's very hard. Can, can you share the link? Uh, well, HJ actually has a video of... HJ, you have one, right? Yeah, about equipment. I have a website, highjourney.com, or you can just look up Google up High Journey. You'll find it. Highjourney.com is really easy to remember. I have a, I have a, a, it's a website, and I also have a page for recommended equipment, including a video and like, and also equipment for both femur and tibia lengtheners. You can look at that as well. Okay. Because there's a lot of equipment. We can't, it's going to, we're going to go too much time. For you. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, that's that. what I was going to say. For that last question, we'll say, I'll send it to her. Very cool, guys. Well, um, I know this has already been an hour and a half, um, but there are a lot of people in the, the chat here with some questions. So um, let's go through that and let's take like a couple questions per person, um, but we'll, we'll kind of rotate through, make sure everybody gets even spread since you guys are all still here. I, I really appreciate that. And I know everybody else watching does as well. So, we're going to do that as well. But in the meanwhile, uh, let's actually start right here. Let's get that. Here we are. Let's go. I wonder, I wonder to let Real Deal know he did his surgery on my birthday in January. So Really? January 16th? Oh, that's yeah. badass. That's awesome. That's a good day. That's a good day. That's a Happy good day. I remember that. Mine was the first, uh, <laughs> but everybody did their birthday. It was like New Year's Day. It's like, all right. Um, here we go. First one is saying uh, from... Enrique, um, so I'm 41 years old, will be 42 by the time I actually get the surgery. I'm thinking about doing the precise with uh, an, another clinic. I'm five foot seven, trying to reach five foot 10. Is 35K enough thoughts? Um, so that's more of like a clinic specific question. Uh, but yeah, you'll have to kind of contact them and see their prices. So we're gonna keep moving on. Um, yeah, if you guys didn't check out the Canadian documentary with our superstar uh, up here, JP, <laughs> definitely yeah. be sure to check that out. So I plug that in the chat. DJ Cyborg, you watched the documentary today. It was very, very good. Look at that, JP. Thank you. You're already getting <laughs> Thanks for watching it. Yeah, it was great. All right. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Their hairstyle looks different. Okay, I'm just trying to find some questions. Let me just scan through real quick. I did want to let you know uh, at the pool where Dr. Paley down in Florida, obviously it's in the 80s and nice there, so you can use the pool a little more easily. Uh, they have what's called a lift. So you sit on a lift and it drops you down in the water. You, you were asking about slipping. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about it there. It just 
kind of you sit on it and it drops you down in the water and when you get out same thing it drops you back up it's pretty cool. i was wondering about that because i know i think richard teller when we were he was down there he was wondering about how to get in there but i guess they have a lift to kind of let the people into the pool um is yeah. that same thing for the hydrotherapy um who did that uh was it IHA? yes did yeah, they what, have the what Brett's saying is correct yes they have okay. a pool lift that Very helped cool. a lot Awesome. All right. So and sometimes it would fail without the battery. <laughs> so that? I had stuck two times. Then I had to call for help and I no. had a tough time getting there. <laughs> oh my God. That'd be a nightmare to slip and fall into the yeah. pool. Um, all right. So, question here for HJ and Brett. Before you did surgery number two, um, which, is e which is either femur or tibia, did you have to take another blood transfusion? I never had to have a blood transfusion, but I do know other people who had to have one on their second surgery, but thankfully I didn't have any, have to do that at all. So you never had any blood transfusions. Yeah. As for me, I, I didn't have to do any blood transfusions for either surgery. Yeah. I, I, did, I did take a blood test, but I had a common blood type. So I was, I didn't have to do any blood transfusion. Okay. All right. So that's good to hear. Oh, somebody else. Wants to join Kiffer? Can I join? <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, sorry, Kiffer. I, I don't even know where the link is anymore. <laughs> I, I did want to say uh, I did actually pass out though when they were putting the IV in my vein. <laughs> really? <laughs> of all oh. things, of all things, that made me pass out, and then, and then I was just <laughs> <laughs> which right, is weird see. because I've gotten my blood drawn many times and never had any problems, but. I think the lady who was doing it was just poking around and it was hurting really bad and it just got to me. So, yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, JM is asking any issues with non-union. What are your docs doing to resolve this? Do you think uh, the cause is the osteotomy technique? So, okay. So anybody with, I would say not non-union because none of you guys have that here, but like a delayed union. So slow bone healing. Um, let's talk to Brett and HJ because they both had their tibias done and that's a slower bone to heal. So Brett, no, um, if anything, my bone was, like I told you, I was actually doing three and four together. So my femurs were going four and my tibia is three for a few weeks. So yeah, my yeah. bone was growing really well. Um, I probably was on the opposite end of the spectrum where my bone was growing too fast versus not growing enough. I think so, because I seen your femur, femur um, regenerates and they're almost as like as formed as mine but you had yeah. your senior surgery after so I, I think you're forming bone quickly Rhett. but i also only did four centimeters in each i didn't do more than that in my tibia so that made me less length so you could start healing yeah. yeah um yeah. and then yeah. uh hj you had a little bit of a delayed union as well right yes um, i kind of have a little delayed union on my left tibia it's not it's nothing too bad but what I think that happened was that the osteotomy, yeah, it does make a difference because my right TB is doing much better because it was more, it wasn't a straight cut through like. I think it's a little choppy. You're breaking up a little. Yeah, it's breaking up a little bit, HJ. See if you can come X out and come back on. Sometimes that re solidifies the signal. Um, yeah, it's a little slant. Home after Baltimore, after, when I returned home from Baltimore, like I wasn't eating too well. So, like I, mm. I, I kind of like it was like December or January, and it was like I was like kind of a 
not eating as much as I should have been. So I think that was, that was another reason why, but I've definitely eaten up a lot more. I'm like, I used to be like 165, now I'm like 172. And um, wow. I've, yeah, for February, now I can walk better. I'm, I'm, I'm walking perfectly normal, fine. And I yeah. think I think it's pretty much gone. It's pretty much done. And I also had to shorten it a little bit, about two millimeters. But that's, I think that was just, I just had to eat more. And I'm kind of slipping a little bit. I was a little tired. And mm. yeah, that happens. Yeah, but I think, I think like, nutrition is super important. Yeah, I think what one thing they can do if if you have a delayed union or non-union, they can do they can do a compression with the mm -hmm. nail, okay, and wait a bit so that the you know the the bone uh, has more contact with itself, and then yeah. after a while they they will they will lengthen again. But that compression could help. Uh, I mean, yeah, the accordion technique, yes. Yeah, the accordion technique. Exactly. Okay. Um, here's an interesting side question. Uh, does anyone know what happened to the Lumlinkening Forum? Just drew in here. I've heard that it was actually down early this week. I checked and it had said, like, it tried to prompt me to log in or something like that. And I yeah, it was there. down last Tuesday. Last Tuesday? Last Tuesday, I noticed it was down. Yeah. What, what happened? Because, I, I mean, yeah. I don't get on there much. I get on there it maybe It might have been one. down Monday, but two or three. What, what is it? You guys who are uh, IT guys, what, what I, is it? I, I don't know. I, I, I'm guessing, but I, I could be wrong. Please don't sue me if I'm wrong. But um, I think it's just the moderators. They've been there like forever, like since 2013. Mm. And the after it's like 10 years later, I think they maybe wanted to take a break. So Really? You think so? But that's I, the one I'm, I'm guessing. But. That'd be scary. Okay. Brett, do you have so a thought not sure that? You're back? I don't know. But I, I guess they'll work for another 10 more years or something like that. But Cool. On the All forum. Right. Maybe, maybe, that's what I'm guessing, but it could have been hacked or who i don't know yeah it could have been hacked all right let's skip through some of these um i love bob he's a comedian <laughs> <laughs> what did i do he is he's a performer if you guys don't know you got to go google bob the circus boy hunt you'll see all kinds of cool shows that he put on he used to perform for uh ripley's believe it or not and um the was it what was the circus ring ring brothers Ringling, and Bailey Ringling, circus. yeah I'm documented with ripley's believe it or not for riding the world's smallest bike and now <laughs> Here I am talking to Victor. <laughs> Doing his My career is attack. on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and he's three inches taller. That's trying to beat that act. <laughs> I, I, I thought you're going in a different direction. Yeah, I am three yeah. inches taller. I love it. I when love are you it getting all. yours done? <laughs> uh, yeah, everybody actually, the uh, guy on the console asked me that today. He said, When are you getting done? Well, I was like, um, Well, first of all, I have to win the world title in natural bodybuilding fall of 2024. After I get that done, I don't know, maybe like a month, a year after that. Um, oh, you if, are if cool. If, I might, I might, but here's the 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 but. It ha they have to have a new weight bearing now. Now I'm not saying this because I can't do it with the, the non weight bearing now, but I I've already been through the process and I was like I want to try a new device. I want to make sure that it works. I want to show everybody that I can you know recover fully. Um, and if my biomechanics change a little bit, I'll be cool with that because I'm done bodybuilding. And um, yeah, I'll just have you know be a big uh, promo reel for the new nail. You know, so they better sponsor me, give me equity in the company. <laughs> so there you go. Um, Okay, so let's see if there's any other questions for this panel here, guys. Anybody for these amazing limb-lengthening patients? I'm just trying to go through. Um, if you guys see any of the questions in the chat, you can tell me to kind of zone in on them. I have um, a question to Brett or Hi Journey. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, ask each other questions. So is reaching 5 centimeter in TBS a nightmare? Like, because I heard, like, when you reach towards 3 centimeter or 4 centimeter, you will develop ballerina foot. Is it true? 
Uh, well, uh, I'll be, yes, uh, it is because I'm eating. Go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, we think it's harder for the tibias because it's uh, there's it's first of all it's consolidates it bone formation on the tibia is slower. Now the muscles are muscles and tendons, especially the Achilles tendons and around the ankles, they're very tight. So it's very hard. So like lengthening five centimeters on the tibias, it's like lengthening eight centimeters on the femurs. Okay. What about the terms of like toughness and difficulty? Yeah, I would say uh, as long as you have uh, the me. as long as you have the shoes and the slant board, um, constantly making sure you're fighting against that drop foot, it won't happen. It didn't happen for me, and I did four centimeters. But I will say, as you get close to that four centimeter mark, I don't. I would not have wanted to try to go for five. I'm I'm glad I stopped at four. Um, it was definitely getting tougher um, for me once I got there, but. My biggest problem was keeping my knee straight, um, which that was my biggest issue doing both at the same time, tibias and femurs. So. Okay. okay. I don't even see any questions. I think they were literally talking amongst themselves. Uh, here we go. Okay. This is actually a question from Jack Harper. Uh, how long after femur surgery can you drive a car? Um, JP, you want to answer this one? Yeah. It took me for the car. It took me... <clears throat> uh six five months and a half to six months before i can okay. drive but honestly i tried before i tried in the parking before just to see if, if it was working you know very slow no cars around no people and it was working fine it's it was it was just because of the insurance that i needed to wait more i see gotcha. uh i would like to answer this one because yeah absolutely i started pretty soon during consolidation itself i started driving that is after uh, three months i would say Three months. Okay. Though it was not fully consolidated, I could drive for a shorter mm -hmm. distance, not maybe like 10 minutes or five minutes. Okay. I was Brett, you, you were going to the uh, the grocery store. Did somebody, did you get catch an Uber or did you drive yourself? Uh, so when I did that, I actually drove myself. Yeah. You drove yourself. Okay, cool. But I mean, you're in consolidation like IHJ just said, so you're driving then. Um, HJ, are you driving yourself um, now? High journey? Yes, I can drive. I, uh, actually, I was uh, driving after femur surgery. I think about, about two weeks after I was done lengthening. Okay, cool. <laughs> if anybody has any strategies, you just have to, okay. you just have to learn how to transfer yourself from a walker to a car. That's all. And vice all right. versa. We're going to do three or four more questions really quickly because I know it's been super long here and I want to let everybody go. Um, so here we go. So, um, who, who here had to buy new pants? So most of you guys have gotten about eight centimeters or three inches. I know Bob, JP, Brett, you guys all got three inches. Height Journey, you've gotten about four, four and a half. Um, did you guys have to get new pants, any of you? All my pants. All your pants? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. I have an interesting yeah. thing to share here. Yeah. Even before the surgery, I, I used to buy uh, pants pretty long which is uh, two inches more than my actual height. So now mm. it fits me well. So I didn't have even even th thought about it to buy new pants. No. So, <laughs> so maybe that's surgery. why I don't feel the difference. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. Oh, I barely made it into the men's pants when I used to buy pants, yeah. you know, my entire <laughs> life. That 30 inch inseam. So I was yeah. barely a man. <laughs> <laughs> barely a man. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, now you're a giant, man. That's crazy. Um, let's see. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I with the old some. Yeah, I, I I had to buy some new pants, but you can I can wear some of my old pants. Just wear long socks that goes up to like almost up to your knees. That's all. Yeah. So that <laughs> ankles aren't covered. So like one, one pair of my pants are definitely like capris now. So <laughs> I can't. Oh, yeah. those. But, uh, one of the pair that was longer now. What I actually do is I wear them loose and low with a belt. So they're actually long enough to get by. I haven't bought any new pants. I need to. I was kind of hoping I could like make it into spring and just wear shorts and not have to worry about it for a little bit. But uh, yeah, I've got to do some shopping. All my pants are way too short right now. Wow. I haven't done that. So, which That's I good... can't start walking until Saturday when I get the clear anyway. So, man, this is exciting for Brett. I mean, he's three days away from being able to walk without any assistance. I mean, he's got to be super excited. I'm sure you've taken a few steps though, haven't you? Yeah, I've been cheating. I've been cheating. Yeah, because I know I was too before. I but was very, like, very carefully, very carefully. So. Right, right. Um, all right. So let's do this one. Was the workout after the procedure hard for you guys? So um, let's do Bob, HJ, and then JP because you guys are kind of done. And it's the question is what again? Is working out? Yeah, working out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, the 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 therapy was is tough and painful and. Uh, uh, I've, I've stopped doing uh, upper body because I look at you and I go, what's the use? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You just want to see these guns again. I know that. <laughs> I, uh, you're so annoying. <laughs> you're too funny. What can I say? I got I to have something. <laughs> All right, it. move along. <laughs> All right. Uh, JP was working out after surgery. You're starting to get back in the gym now, right? I didn't go back to the gym yet because uh, I, I told myself I want to walk completely normal before I go there, you know, because a mm -hmm. lot of people are going to see me and going to be like, yeah. hey, you're the guy I saw. And yeah. I don't want to walk weird. I got time you. I go back in public too much. So I, my workouts right now is just I go around the mall and I walk until that until I walk normally. That's what I'm going to be doing. Go back to the gym. Uh, HJ, uh, you, you, I think you posted some videos of you and the gym. Um, was it harder to work out after limb lengthening? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, yeah. Okay. He was asking. Uh, I'm not sure if he was asking about physical therapy or, or working out at the gym by myself. But he means physical therapy. Um, most of it was stretching after the surgery. Mm -hmm. Well, it was it was like seventy percent stretching actually. But yeah. and then the others they had machines. But after like when I was better consolidated and I can get around with a walker, more easily. Like after I was done lengthening, a few weeks after done, I could um I would go to, yeah I would go to the gym. It was the hardest part actually was just not was going around with the crutches. That was, that was part of the hard part. But working out, you just to, just do lighter weights, and if you don't want some people staring at you, but it was not. I, it was just I, more I, sitting around the gym. That was harder. Yeah, no, definitely. You want to kind of have that con um, confident feeling nobody's watching you. Uh, IHJ, what about you? You're consolidated. Are you going back to the gym? Yes, I already started. I think I started after six months of my okay. surgery date. And uh, yeah, initially it was, though doctor gave a sign off to lift weights, initially it was difficult. I was able to do all the upper body uh, exercises or workouts. But when coming to the lower body, I had a little challenging ones like um i was not able to squat uh, completely like like uh, parallel to the floor so that was pretty challenging but i i'm able to do the body weight workouts very okay. well 
body weight. Yeah. And when you, I think once you get to the eight, nine month mark, you guys would just be pawn on the way. It really does start to uh, exponentially get better. All right. So last question here. Um, and then we'll just do an outro. So um, from Hunter, he's asking, how have family and friends reacted to your surgeries? Were they supportive or discouraging? So let's start from the top left, HJ, and then we'll go all the way down to um, IHJ. Or high journey. So, uh, yeah, they, they were mostly supportive. I, I didn't, I didn't really tell a lot of people. So, but um, it was, they were, they were fine with it. I, like this is my okay. family. I just before I met them, I just I called them each each member. I would before I met them in person, I called each member in person, telling them I just went through like a surgery, so that when they see me, they won't be like surprised or shocked and. <laughs> Just get that out of the way. That yeah, very cool, awesome. And then uh, yeah, that, after that, it was it was fine because because when they when they think of like like history, they think something's bad going to happen to you. But that's the way they get defensive, I guess, or mm. or skeptical. But but, but it's, it should be no problem. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, JP, what about you? Well, I didn't tell anyone before surgery except for one of my friends. So. My my like my family is basically it's my mother and so she she knew she, she brought me to the to the OR she brought me to the room but she didn't know about it and when she she came to like, pick me up three days after like like because <laughs> I didn't want to stress her out I didn't want to stress her out before I and she told me I'm glad you didn't tell me before when she saw the documentary and she saw Mary like dusting my bone she's like. Like, I'm happy you didn't tell me before. Oh, wow. That's crazy. That's one way to do it. I call that the Rich Rotella because he uh, he sent an email out the day after his surgery to all his family and friends. He's like, yeah, I got this done. Have fun trying to stop me now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's bad. Uh, Brett, what about you? Yeah, so most a lot of my friends, family, coworkers know about my surgery. And uh, they, they've been very supportive. You know, there's, of course, the jokes like, so my friends say, well, you could have just bought a boat, you know, or something. You know, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, my family has been supportive. My mom obviously was there with me during the surgery. Um, and yeah, I'm excited because when I had the surgery, it was around Thanksgiving, Christmas time. Uh, I did go home for Thanksgiving, but I was in a wheelchair, right? So uh, my family members kind of had to help me when I went to my aunt's house get wheelchair into the house and things like that so i'm excited to actually be walking next time i see them and do all those things and and uh see how that goes but yeah they were all very supportive mostly everybody has a lot of questions they're all very they ask a lot of questions they want to know what how does this work how you know they break your bone like what you know just very um very curious about everything and answering a lot of questions has been what a lot of what's going on Yep. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, it's good to have a support network. Uh, Rial, well, we already signed to see his wife was with him. Uh, your kids know because they were in the chat before. Um, I think most of your your employees know too. Like, talk about that. Yeah, the whole team knows. I mean, I'm around <laughs> all the time. And uh, to be honest, people are very uh, supportive of that because obviously they know it's extreme and they, they respect the whole surgery itself. I think like if a guy can go through that, they, you earn a lot of respect. Like, he, like I said before. Somebody that's like six foot tall, he was born and just all he ate, all he did was sleep and eat potatoes. And then us coming in at five foot four and end up, you know, at uh, at those heights, that's earned. Like you freaking worked your ass off to pay it 
and you work your ass off to get it healed and everything else. So it's a lot of, you know, surgery and the uh, post, the stretching and all that. But yeah, family's all been really been uh, good. My father's the only one that said, like when I told him, I said that um, book for January 16th says, oh shit, I thought you were just, you forgot about that. That's like, no, that I didn't forget about the surgery because I told him a couple of weeks before, right? I said, no, no, I didn't, I didn't like, you thought I'd sleep on it and the, it was just another crazy idea I had, right? I said, no, no, it's true. It's, it's getting done. And like, he was really stressed for, you know, because it's the unknown for everybody. It's the unknown that's scary. So now, yeah. uh, to be honest, I know a lot of it now, especially with a broken knee or leg, I should say. But uh, even today, I was doing my stretches. I'm like, man, the body's amazing. How, how can I have a broken nail in there? And this, I can still stretch this leg. It still moves. It's unbelievable. Like, yeah. it's, I, it's very, anyways. Yeah, people are very supportive around me. I'm lucky, and I'm not one to bother people. You know, <laughs> I still take out my garbage. Like I don't bother people. Like I'm, I'm one to. And now, uh, like obviously, the walking is not an issue. With these nails, you can walk, right? It's uh, obviously it's a side like a rotation of it that's very very weak, but you can stand. You can walk with your crutches. You can hustle. You know, but yeah. uh, no, that's a. Uh, that's it for awesome. me. Yeah. No, that's so cool. It's 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 amazing to see that. I mean, I've I think that a lot of patients they they're fearing the backlash that they're going to get from their their network. But um, let's continue on here. So Bob, yeah. um, who knows about your story? All you're right. Really so when I went in there, I told one guy, and then when I come home and you're you know a walker, a wheelchair, or crutches, people <laughs> going, "What's going on?" And then it's funny. Half the people are angry. Mm. I don't know if anybody got that re response yeah I, I got that from the comments on you know the doc that documentary they posted it yeah everywhere on social media my the reaction to, from the people i knew was good but everyone it was exactly what you just said it seems like they were angry about it like really yeah 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 wow that's and crazy think, keep going, keep going. yeah the, would... the taller the angrier they are <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Maybe a little jealousy. I don't know. What is wrong with you? You don't <laughs> need that. You, you know, and they're six foot three, you know. Yeah. Except yeah, my exactly. body. And my height, I was average height, and everyone says you might you should have spent that money on a psychiatrist instead. Oh. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they're right, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what 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 I what I, 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 I was about to write and answer that, but you know, it's it's not yeah. worth answering every people, but what they don't understand is like most of the time they're gonna write stuff like that, but they don't know. I like we've already tried that sometimes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If if if, if, if we got the limb lengthening for me, it, yeah. it's because nothing else worked, you know. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I love that. I love very that. I think. That, yeah. Go ahead, Rial. Sorry. No, that's very true. It's and, so true. And, and and the reason he went there and I went there is, I would say, it's because of those assholes right there. Yeah. It's like mm -hmm. that's it. Like it's that guy that would grab by the throat and pull him out of his car. Like mm -hmm. those are the people. So yeah. I agree with GP hundred percent. Like I love it. I love know. it. Very cool. Um, IHJ, uh, did you have a support network during this um, process as well? Uh, no, not at all. Uh, like no? to be honest, I am pretty straightforward in this regard. I don't want to lie. Um, since I was brought up, like since my childhood, I've been like uh, put down continuously. I'm shorter, shorter. So what would be the reaction after the surgery? Obviously, like as Bob pointed out, people are angry. 
they are jealous <laughs> so there are people on both sides positive or negative but i didn't want to take a chance i didn't let anyone know about this and i'm happy with that Okay. let them find out if they find out if okay how, how come you become so taller <laughs> let me tell like them i don't i don't have any other choice other than that i don't want to take risks okay well you can make up a, like an excuse if you want to at yeah. that point but no that's very cool that's i mean but i'm sure that if if you told somebody do you think that they would be supportive like a close friend uh yes they okay. would be but obviously as i told these sort of things like uh, especially with my, with the company, community where i'm living so people are like that i'm not blaming everyone but most of them are like that oh, okay okay i i had a girl go why did you do that i go well, well i'm more attractive aren't i she goes well yeah really <laughs> that's crazy she actually said it out right yeah she was mad and then she goes well yeah you look better but <laughs> interesting that's that's a really see that i think that's that like you know that's that uh what do you call it really hard the pickle pretty much you're in that the, you you if you're short they're going to kind of ridicule and then if you're getting taller they're like why would you get it done but they're like yes. oh it looks better you know exactly both ways there i mean you yeah. see opposite negative reaction Man, that's incredible. Well, guys, that was a huge, amazing uh, roundtable discussion. I really appreciate you guys for coming on. And um, let's give it up for the panel of cosmetic limiting patients. Links, your YouTube channel, your website. I know I'll post those below. Uh, JP, I know that you have your Instagram. If you want to, um, uh, I'll, I'll post that below. Brett, do you All have right. like a dummy email account if anybody wants to reach out to you? The, the one I sent you is fine. Oh, is that okay? Yeah, I did want to say uh, someone yeah. had questioned if I was only doing eight centimeters, why didn't I just do femurs? But uh, I think I answered this last time I was oh, on. Yeah. Um, that um, I'm kind of doing a test run. Um, if all everything feels good, I'm hoping maybe in a year and a half or two, I'm going to go do four and four again. So mm. with, with the nails already in, the surgery is just, you know, reusing the same nails. So just like what Bob did here. Yeah. It's a lot cheaper. Kind of my thoughts. So I wanted to give myself a year or two to recover and, and see how it all feels though, before I go do it again. So exactly what I'm thinking. Exactly. That same thing with Rial. Yeah. 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 Cool. And then sell them all. We'll, we'll sell them all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll have four of them to sell after. <laughs> or keep it as a souvenir, like a real shop. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make it forks on my Harley with it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, no, guys, I think this is huge. This is this yep. is really good. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. Uh, real, do you, um, do you have any, uh, like, uh, I guess, email or like, social media that people can reach out to you, you want me to post it below yeah 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 i'll send you my email i can uh okay. yeah yeah the only thing i have is the email so you can shoot me an email okay like you can make it a dummy email if you don't want it for your business yeah. or whatever um bob anything from you yeah circusboy.com circusboy that's right i'll put that below so you guys can sure. check out a lot of his accolades and accomplishments over the years and then ihj any like dummy email that you want to kind of put out there or just keep it yep DL? i'll share my dummy email yep what's that 
I will share my dummy email. You'll, you'll share it to me? Okay, cool. So, guys, you just heard it there that all of these uh, amazing LinkedIn patients are going to give you um, access to them. If you want to reach out to them, give them support, ask them questions. Um, don't bombard them with, like, stupid, you know, time-wasting questions. But uh, be considerate of their time. And, um, yeah, we'll definitely have them back on. And hopefully with more of the statue LinkedIn patients that I um, invited but they couldn't make it today. So I appreciate every single one of you for coming out. I appreciate all of you guys watching in the chat. And uh, until next time, this is Victor from Cyborg for Life. Signing out. See you guys next time. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, right. Thanks, Thanks for bringing it. Nope.